17 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Anna Cor. And we got two special guests today two. from Europe. We got 23EJB and Tomahawk UK. How you all guys doing? Any of you, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm doing I'm fine. On. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if you lost audio on Tomahawk's side. Uh, I think oh, for muted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're muted now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was working great five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, while he gets that sorted out, let's see. Uh, let's see what we could do here. Yeah, I'm. I'm not seeing muted right now. Um, yeah, just just saying off the back of Barcelona, obviously okay. feeling good. So uh, nice. Yeah, happy to be here. All right. Okay, uh, so just for some. Uh, unintentional context yeah but uh-huh. caleb was feeling bad for ragging on eu so much uh, that he did an entire eu episode yeah uh, and it's, it's you, nice you can you can make up whatever you want to make up here i know you two got my back yeah or whatever happens yeah of course you know the the facts speak for themselves um but before we get too far into intros let's just settle the stardust bets um, for those that may not know, tuning in, myself and Ancor made a bet on who can make the most amount of Stardust, uh, starting from the Paldea event. And mm-hmm. we had two different timelines, because we initially did, like, after the first five days, but then we're like, wait, we get another five days to Ultra unlock, like, four four times dust. So we decided to extend it for five days. So you started at... All right, let's see. Okay. You started at... 4.7 million. Okay. 4.78 yeah, okay, yeah, really I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking this, this close to 4. Point yeah, that's fine. You can start a higher number. That's fine. That's better uh, this, is, this is the exact <laughs> number that I started. Uh, okay, and you started at... I thought I started at like 3.9. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So let's do the midpoint first, yeah? Because right. I want to see how it would have been. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't play at all really time. until I got to, um, I until I got to Pittsburgh, which I know Tomahawk probably saw the bonuses from the regional recently, uh, but just imagine that with four times the wait, you wait, so oh, no, you was the Barcelona the one still one hundred on top? Well, I don't actually know because I was playing. He's bad, like so I didn't really sure. catch um, anything. It was one on top, but there was four times the because obviously we know what happens when you've got auto catcher on during a battle uh, so i yeah, true, true. i didn't yeah 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 okay. i didn't i didn't want to risk that too when i was competing to have auto catcher on all right so I'll, I'll post how much i got in pittsburgh which right. so i end up at 6.58 wait what yeah well that was <laughs> what, just from what the hell wait, what, wait, wait is that wait. not a lot or is too much See, I don't, I don't wait, know wait, wait, wait. You went from like 3.9 to 6.58? Yeah. I give like... up. <laughs> wait, what? That, that is... You bro, said that's... you're walking 15 kilometers a day. Was... What are you, where are you... 
Were you walking doing? on a like in the ocean? What? How are you? <laughs> I wasn't moving. Well, I mean, the spawns were good, but I expected you were in Japan too. All right, how, how much do you have? But at the halfway point, I got six million. <laughs> what? Oh, this is a wrap. <laughs> All right, what was the <laughs> end point? What was the, what was the end point? You disclose the end point first. Oh my days! I don't oh, wanna... dude! Oh my gosh! You're gonna, you're gonna be taking every L. This, this <laughs> my this end year. point was seven point four, Bruv, I went to a flipping. I went Your to end a point nest. was seven point four. I went to a nest in Peckham. I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm losing this. Yeah, Wait, I was catching how, how better you... fungus. What? Oh my Wait. days! Wait, you end at seven point four? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's still dude. worse than the halfway point. <laughs> I, what? I, I don't. I don't understand. Are you catching on like a flip phone? Did. All right, no, my no. endpoint. I got. I got the screenshot and everything. Eight point one nine. Uh, and so I have actually make that much from. I didn't. I didn't make that much. Yeah, because I, I when I, I I was nervous. I came back and I I just, I just didn't play much. I was like too lazy. I went to Santa Monica. Like you know, you all probably seen screenshots and videos of people spoofing lured up everything. It wasn't even lured up. I was dropping the lures myself. I was like people just gave up on playing. I don't know what was going on. It was last day. I have I have eleven twelve kilometer eggs that I didn't hatch in time. So if I added that on, I would have definitely. Oh man, this is oh, easy. I didn't even think oh about my eggs, gosh. Well, I mean, that was the only time I hatched anything. Wow, what? How, I don't understand how you walk 12, 15 kilometers a day and don't don't catch more. Oh. My well, kilometers this past week was 21. Yeah, for anyone who's well, actually done an event so on much, call, when he rides, he actually spends so much time talking that he's probably... Like, <laughs> yeah, but I was on my own. I wasn't chatting to anyone. You're catching everything with like a Pokeball? Like, what? I don't understand. Like... <laughs> wow. You know what, honestly, I don't I'm know, man. I've been right. playing this game for like a few years and apparently I've been playing it wrong. It? So. Yeah, no wonder why you only have like 100k catches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're, yeah, you're walking the catch ratio must be like one to one by now. That's wild. It's <laughs> um, huge. Yeah, so you have to use Trevenant next oh. week. So I'll, I'll see you on my stream sometime. He, he has right. to use Trevenant for a full day of sets in Great League, which right, should tank his low. I don't bad. think it's too bad either. I don't well, think it's too bad either. No one succeeded in Barcelona, right? So Yeah. Wow. People always say it's not that bad, but no one ever like does anything meaningful wow. with it. Yeah. I mean there, there, are, there are far worse mods to use than trash. That's like, true. That's there's true. still a lot of meta around. Maybe, Maybe I should have made it a phantom or something. Yeah. I was scared nah. to lose it myself though, so <laughs> probably. Oh, um, Again, this was the mind games, isn't it? Yeah. Like you now um, your guard is down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my car's never gonna be up after this one <laughs> like, yeah, there's nothing to keep making oh my gosh you know the thing oh, that speedy dude. used to have over me was the stardust bets but i now i got i got both on lock <laughs> you know you know what the worst part is yeah you know i, I said yeah i wasn't a grinder yeah which yeah. is obviously the case you, yeah you I weren't a liar i was grinding bro. <laughs> i thought i was grinding I literally well, had that grind set. How, how do you walk 15 kilometers? What was your total know. kilometers this past week? How much did you walk? Uh, the past week, not as much. The past week was like 60, but it's because I didn't like... 60 sold three times the amount I walked. I don't yeah, understand. I know, I know. And the week no, before was 120. Yeah, I don't get it. I The week before, I didn't even hit 50. I mean, I was I was in Pittsburgh, so the spawns yeah, were You should really try catch Pokemon while walking on a course. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been GBL? I've been GBLing most... I've been doing most of my sets, though. 
So that helps. I've, I've been doing my sets as well. I mean, that's not that much Sardos. But yeah, yeah, still, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm feeling great already. Uh, but, Do you know what yeah, it is? It's that yeah. content creator bonus, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I haven't really unlocked that yet. So yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but let's yeah, let's dive deeper into introductions for those that may not know you two. Uh, we'll start with Tomahawk because uh, we saw you recently. Uh, on stage quite a bit at Barcelona too, so that was that was a fun time. And we, we so for context review too, we invited both of them on to be the podcast before any results, so we didn't know Tomahawk was going to do as great. Uh, but I knew, <laughs> I knew, and and that's that's why, oh, yeah. that's why well, you're here. I knew you'd do. We'll one. get into that because me and EJB had some side <laughs> combos too during the tournament. Uh, but yeah, Tomahawk. Uh, Tell us about yourself, you know, where your username comes from, when, how long you've been playing Pokemon Go, etc. Yeah, sure. Um, so username is I play field hockey. In field hockey, there's a there's a type of shot on your reverse stick, which is called a tomahawk. I used to do it a lot to the point that my teammates used to call me tomahawk when I had to pick a, a username for Pogo. Very easy. Done. Um, I downloaded the game, as many people did when it first came out. I then kind of took a, took a, a long break after it. I caught six Pokemon, and then <laughs> I waited and, <laughs> up until there. I think I, I saw an announcement that there was Beldum Community Day, and I was like, oh, I like Shiny Beldum. So I re-downloaded the game, caught a Shiny Beldum, and then uninstalled the game, and then it was only when COVID came in that I really started again properly, and there was PvP by that point, and that for me was, okay, let's uh, let's give this a go. Um, but yeah, so I... Uh, I was qualified for Worlds last year um, from qualification through Warsaw Regionals, and uh, the plan is Hawaii this year, and Barcelona is off to a good start. Yeah. So for those that didn't tune in, Tomahawk uh, placed third in Barcelona too, the first regional of Europe, the first second regional of the whole year too, which is pretty dope. I I know you got second Warsaw last year. Did you compete at any other tournaments outside of Worlds last year? Uh, yeah, I did. I I. I... I went to the last chance qualifier the year before that. That was my very first. Obviously, EJB did very well, very well in that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what other regionals I did. I don't think I did very well. I think I've, I've been trying to use off Metapix for a few tournaments, and they've not yeah. always gone brilliantly. Um, but actually, as Anikor said, it was before this tournament that I probably felt most in form, as I have done before any, any event um and I, I think i went into this one a lot more confident in my approach and a lot more pleased with the meta i've i've, I've had many conversations with many people about my views on the meta as uh, as ejb knows and um i think the, the meta that we've got right now for the next couple of months for for, for me was a, a really healthy one and, and one that i've enjoyed playing yeah no it was a really good one for sure um have you always been a Pokemon fan or are you just because you, you mentioned you knew Beldum community coming in. So did you play like the main series game before this or anything? Yeah, I, I remember um, I was going on a family holiday and just before the holiday, my dad buys me this Game Boy and I'm like, oh, OK, sweet. And I have uh, one of the first get a fire red. I think it was was, was the game that I had. Um, and all of my friends had already been playing for, for years. So I've been waiting for ages for this. And so then we fly out on this holiday and we arrive at this hotel and on the first day he's like right we're going to go out and we're going to um, go to this excursion and i was like I, I was like dad i've got a, i've got a gym battle i need to do i was like don't worry about <laughs> it you go without me all right 
I'll deal with Giovanni. And yeah, so since then, <laughs> big, big fan of Pokemon. Um, obviously, amazing when Pokemon Go came out and played the main series games and, and kind of that, like dabbling with TCG as well now, just because every time we go to these events, we get given cards. So I may as well yeah. look into it. Well, you got to do well to get the cards too, but you've, you've been doing well. So that's why you're getting some of these cards, which is pretty awesome. Uh, you mentioned too that you started PV around COVID, so uh, I assume you probably didn't play any Sylph tournaments at least when they first came out, right? That like first year before GBL was around. But did you start playing any like grassroots formats or anything? Yeah, after GBL? I remember. Um, I remember lots of people had poses already that I was very jealous of. I think some of the early poses were, were really good ones, mm -hmm. um, and I think I must have joined around season four, season five, um, around that time. And I think someone told me that once upon a time in PvP, you only had single charge moves and things like that. So that was all before I kind of got into the game. Um, I think I joined Sylph maybe towards the end of Season 2, but maybe for one cup. Um, and so Season 3 was my first actual Sylph season. Um, enjoyed that. Obviously became teammates with, with Anacor. Um, and we had, a, we had a good run with Hidden Powers. Um, and then more recently, I joined the the team pizza guys. That was that happened just before Worlds. I thought it was um, a good opportunity for me to kind of spend time speaking with other battlers that that were going to Yokohama and kind of sharing knowledge and theory crafting with them. And and they were a huge support for me um, for for Barcelona as well. So both that hidden powers and team pizza background was was just a massive help. Gotcha. Nice. Wait, uh, I know Status Stan is on TM Pizza. Is PvP David also on it? Yes, he is, yeah. Okay. So a little funny story. I uh after uh I don't know if you're in um if you're still on Hidden Power or not for the King of the Hill thing. Um, but one of the teams we face in King of the Hill, Blue Marlins, the Brazilian team. Uh I guess their cap their captain just reached out to me after we faced them and he was like, Hey, great games this week. By the way, do you want to like join this Brazilian league with us? Like we're just recruiting some other players outside of our region. Uh, and I was just like, I don't know if my whole team's available, but sure, I'll I'll do some. So it just recently started this past week. And it turned out he's like the only Brazilian captain whatever to recruit people from other regions. And he recruited me, Satisan, and PP David. And just like <laughs> it's just the three of us versus a bunch of different Brazilians. It's like seven versus I think it was I think it's still seven or seven, but there's like two Ultra League, two Master League, or whatever, something like that. And it just felt, oh man, it felt like a little cheap and stuff because it was Status Stand, PP, David, and then me. All three was battle first, and we all three owed. And I was like <laughs> looking at these teams, I'm like, wait, these guys are just like they're just importing talent from other regions. It's just like three owed their opponents too. So we like See, that, sounds, off that this... sounds like a captain who has really good talent ID. So you can't <laughs> criticize him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild too. It's all in Portuguese, so I'm like literally like Google translating like all like the time coordination and stuff. And I think they're doing the same thing too. But but the captain speaks great English too, so he sometimes like translates back and forth. But um, do you think yeah, this is how those footballers who get like sent out to the Middle East feel? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, just they, they're just they absolutely dominating the competition yeah. there, but can't speak a word of the language. They just make more money, though. Know? Yeah. yeah. How much yeah. Are they paying you? <laughs> i just do this for fun i guess um i i didn't even scrim for mine because uh my first battle was on saturday but i i stayed up well because barcelona started at midnight my time so i'm not like i'm not gonna go to sleep early to wake up at midnight right so i'm just gonna stay up and i like literally watched all of day one 
I went to sleep. I woke up like two hours later to like do my battle. I told my my like my cool cast teammates like, hey, I might need some scrims. I just messaged them after. I was like, yeah, I didn't have time for scrims. I just ran the same team like three times in a row. <laughs> but um, they they have no bans on anything, so it's like open culturally. So it's just stupid broken Pokemon the whole way through. Um, but yeah, that's that's awesome uh, to hear that you got. Well, I I feel like that's a great story too because for those that are getting into PvP, like clearly like Tomahawk's a great example of someone that got good at PvP in a fairly short amount of time, right? Like you've been playing GBL and PvP for like what maybe about like two years, or maybe uh, maybe a little over two years, right? Because the earlier seasons were a little bit shorter. Um, but you're good enough to, I mean. Technically, when you qualify for Worlds, it's like almost a year ago. So, like, you qualify for World Championships on the official circuit in like two years and under. So, uh, I feel like yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, we've seen we've seen players who have managed to do it an incredible amount of time as well. I think obviously when Emmy Weedle qualified, he barely hit level forty. I thought we, I think we also saw him in Pittsburgh. Um, I think it was Tihi Riza had had only recently downloaded the game earlier this year. So. There definitely is obviously a lot of opportunity now for, for new players to kind of get in. And, and I think a lot of the events we're seeing, especially this Dust and XP one we've had recently, uh, not that Anacor's been playing it properly, but it's given <laughs> the opportunity to get the resources to, to really compete. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anacor has double the catches at Emmy Weedle, so he should have no excuses. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he should have yeah, but I've also got too. like 100 times the amount of Pokemon built. I think he just about what? built his eight. So, dude, what's the, so that's even less of an excuse. What do you mean? You have yeah, yeah, true, 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 yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, EJB too. Feel free to introduce yourself as well. Of course, um, of I know you've been in the scene for quite a while too. Yeah, so I'm 23 EJB um, from Austria. So my background is I, I actually started the game also when it first dropped 2016, and after a month or two, I stopped playing until. Uh, the first lockdown in like June 2020, I think, or 20, yeah, 20, June 2020, I think, was when I picked up the game again. And first, I just did some remote raiding, figuring out that's a new feature, just spending the money I couldn't spend anywhere else during COVID. And then I was like, yeah, okay, you know, there's some PvP feature as well. And I just tried it out. And I remember I was in a, in a group chat on, on a Facebook Messenger group. And I sent in, a, a, I think, a 15, 15, 14 Gengar I was using in Great League. And someone, <laughs> someone was like, Yo, that, that's not even good to use. And then he explained to me what PvP IVs are and sent me like the link to, to PvPoke and some YouTube channels that I could look after. And there was FP6 YouTube channel back then. Mm-hmm. And so I got into PvP like, like that. So I didn't know what Discord was back then or Twitch. Never heard of it before. So I... Tw- started uh, watching YouTube, catch some Twitch streams then, joined some Discord servers, and that's how I got into PvP. Mm-hmm. I had no clue what show six was until like season two, end of season two, Sylph. I think okay. was when I when I first played my, my Sylph tournaments. And that was gotcha. right around when factions dropped as well. So I was like, yeah, I have, haven't done Sylph before, uh-huh. but I want to do factions. I want to have a team. And that's when we, we build up with the potential back then with mm-hmm. some homies. And oh, you're that's... on the original squad. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually the founder of Wasted Potential. Wait, so, uh, what? You're the yeah. founder? Yeah. Wait, I thought... Um... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, had, I had no experience in Sylph, so I needed uh-huh. someone to do the rules that stuff. So I needed Joshi, who was like experienced in uh-huh. what the rules are and stuff. So he was like, I was like, yeah, you need to be the captain, but but I'm backing you up if I can. And that's how we, <laughs> how we, that's how we, how we 
we did it. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you all made it to worlds too for factions, right? This year. Yes, yes. Yeah. Both times we made it Both to times. worlds. Yeah, nice. the first year we lost against. I think it was single elimination back then. We lost mm -hmm. to Chicago Stars in round one and actually dropped out immediately. Yeah. Well. Yes, they did really well too. So yeah. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. Expected. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was that was self that was my self experience. Which legend in season three of Sylph then? So mm -hmm. I actually did really well in my, my first entire season. Nice. And then the first play Pokemon tournaments came around and I, I just wanted to meet up all my friends I made online. Mm -hmm. And the first tournament was EYC in I remember meeting you there. In yeah. Frankfurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I was super jet lagged. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, I think it was crazy for everyone. Everyone was mm -hmm. quite overwhelmed because it was like mm -hmm. the first big tournament, right? The first podcast of a tournament we had as well. So it was the big stage. Everyone tried to, to play and, uh, I, I did pretty well. I lost losers finals in my group there, so I couldn't make top cut, mm -hmm. but then later this season, I swept my LCQ group, the wave mm -hmm. one, I think. I'd made it to walls, so I was quite happy making it back then. This year, I I won Bochum, qualified again for walls, and that's 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 how who I am. Yeah, nice. Just yeah, I was gonna say too the uh, LCQ from last year's worlds. That that was a long like we left the building because we like because there was Wi-Fi <laughs> and stuff, and I think you all yeah. battled till like. It was like dark out. Like it was like they were yeah. like shutting off the lights because the, yeah, the last was match was like it was Barney like and Stone nine thirty p.m. when Barney yeah. and Stone Collection <laughs> they played. Had, they had to stop the best of five and only yeah. make it best of, best three. of three. Oh but my! They, they also they also started like at eleven a.m. Right? So yeah. I I started at eight thirty, and my last what? game was eight thirty p.m. Yeah, so I was like twelve hours at the venue playing it out. <laughs> Yeah. We were sweeping the bracket against WTM Go. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, that guy runs some wild stuff. Too. He had won a wild team, and he had no answer for Shadow Canto Ninetales. So I oh, six, really? six out him in the in the finals. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> See, Crazy. I wasn't the first one to get six out. They just didn't broadcast that one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be more common knowledge. <laughs> it's me, him, and. Uh, What's his name? Asper Celto from uh, Silph Worlds. Oh, true, <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I remember everyone in, in my group, right? And, uh, it's not fun to be there. So. 06 Club. <laughs> yeah, the 06 Club. It's not, it's not a fun time. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. So uh, I know you won Volcom this past year. Did you yes. attend other tournaments? I think you attended like one or two. Other yeah, tournaments. I managed Stuttgart, which didn't work out pretty well. Yeah. Well, just I think I, I went out in round three, so just messed up. Just mm -hmm. couldn't perform well. The team wasn't good. I wasn't playing on point. It was just a bad tournament. And I attended EYC as well. Mm -hmm. But that also didn't turn out. I tried to make off meta work and it just if you're playing against the big guys, you just can't mess around with, with some off meta stuff. I mean, some players made it work right, but I just mm -hmm. couldn't. Right, right, right. That's yeah, that makes sense. Um, so for both of you too, because I know, well, actually, all three of you attended Last Chance Qualifier two years or a year ago, um, and then uh, all three of you were at Worlds. I know Anacor didn't compete, but the other you two did. Um, having seen kind of both years, what are your thoughts on Last Chance Qualifiers, like as a concept? Would you would you want that to be a thing again? Assuming again, same thing, like only two players make it into yeah. Worlds after it. 
so so i think it was quite accessible when you when it was in london right mm -hmm. so like it's like a pretty public place a lot of planes go in there and it's like quite easy to reach especially from europe but also from america right it's like you can get a plane on a plane and get to london directly but hawaii and yokohama it's like a different story i mean it's actually going there hoping to compete is, is a bit messed up and hoping to like if they do it they have to announce it early but they would never announce something like this before the last tournament which is naic that's quite late to book a travel just to try to qualify the air so I like the concept, but I think it's it's pretty hard if it's that far out of the regions that it was last year and this this year. Yeah, I I think I I completely agree with that, and I think I was gonna say the same in that London is accessible, and actually, obviously we say that as Europeans, there were there were obviously players that weren't able to to come to Worlds when it was held in London, um, and so maybe from that perspective, it, it is fairer to just have you know everyone knows what the position is at the beginning of the season obviously we're still unsure um as to what's happening in terms of travel awards this season but we're hoping that will you know be resolved soon and then that will set a precedent going forwards um but but i agree well whilst the the concept is nice it maybe is fairer and a little bit more accessible if just everyone knows what they can do from the outset yeah 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 personally i don't mind it um because I think, like, regardless of where Worlds is going to be, it's always going to be, like, inaccessible for certain, or, like, you know, less accessible for certain regions. Um, but admittedly, yeah, like, I don't think anyone should plan to travel there for the purpose of the last chance qualifier. I think that's, like, you know, un unless you're fine with, you know, spending all that money and not qualifying, I think that shouldn't be your... Uh, your priority when you do yeah. um, book that ticket, you know, and if it is, then that's just on you. you know? True. Yeah, um, I, I suppose one other perspective you can look at it as is um, there has been some commentary on the way that a point system works in that players who are most able to financially afford to attend lots of different tournaments inherently have an advantage over those that that, that aren't, and perhaps giving world's qualification places to people who have already flown out to somewhere like Hawaii or Yokohama yeah. compounds that concern. Um, and so maybe that's something to just consider as well. Mm -hmm. One thing that's interesting is like uh, with, you know, mentioning the point system is um, VGC. I don't know about TCG, but VGC, aside from this year's Worlds, they usually do a VGC Open, which is like a side event that will award um, championship points to the next season. So... Um, I'm wondering if there's potentially plans on, you know, if it's not just, um, you know, obviously I doubt they'll do another last chance qualifier, but if there's plans on doing these kind of side events that will, you know, award CP. Um, yeah. The next season. Season. That's a good question too, because I know in Europe they don't, well, actually in any region outside of North America, they don't award, they don't have locals or cups exactly, or anything, yeah. right? So there's nothing to award championship points. Um, so that's interesting too, because you could get kind of a leg up on your region, especially if you're outside North yeah. America to, to have those actually out of curiosity. And I'm sure you might know this Tomahawk. Was there any side events at Barcelona where you could get championship points? Oh, cause no. they had it at Pittsburgh. So I think they're going to have they had that it at Pittsburgh. They did on oh, Friday. Okay, well, so yeah. So for anyone listening, anyone going to any North America regionals, 
Oh shoot, I kind of screwed myself out because I I'm going to Sacramento late on Friday. But um, but you uh, yeah, you want to show up earlier on Friday or maybe even Thursday because it starts Friday morning. They usually have a tournament at the North America Regionals. Interesting. Like that, you could get they're like cups too. I think you get up to fifty points. So that's, that's like the go go cup. Yeah, it's a it's a go cup. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of bad, you know. Right, is it? I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of points you could get right there. It's yeah. a lot of points, but it's also uh-huh. a lot of points, which is again being given to people who pay to travel to yeah. the location. Yeah. So you if that is the it. only go yeah. cup, that's a bit of. A, yeah, it's a. It, I'm pretty sure it's a go cup, and the thing is, the competition's apparently not that stacked because a lot of the competitors fly in on Friday and they're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So you have to fly in a day early, or like if you're just like a local, right? Um, but yeah, I mean that's a that's yeah. a whole different. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how these cups work. I, I remember seeing someone on Twitter posting that they'd gained more points by doing a cup, and they kind of posted a match slip as to what they'd been playing. And there, there were very few players involved. Yeah, but a reasonably high number of points being awarded with that, you know, given that context. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they're just yeah. testing it, testing this system in North America, or they're trying to balance the fact that. Um, North Americans can sometimes be very difficult for people to travel from one end to the other. So although it's, you know, the continental regionals across NA, not everyone can actually go to them, whereas it's arguably a little bit easier in Europe. Um, And maybe it's the fact that you've got a higher point threshold. But either way, I think there's likely to be people on either side of whether or not it's, it's fair or whether or not it's the kind of the way forward. Yeah, I don't. I think it's probably fair for, like, other regions. I do think, like, there's pros and cons, but I feel like the locals are kind of scuffed, in my opinion. Because, like, you could say, like, you know, some regions have less people, so, like, it's less competition. But some of these locals literally have, like, four people. And you could, like, get, like, 40 points with four people there. I can guarantee you, if if I'm doing a local in in my federal state, that it's basically a paid actor event for me every single month. So so it's like, I probably have have to, to like, pay pay a round of beers for everyone to attend just just to fill it up to have the players to attend. But it's probably, like, if I want to farm points, and it's probably possible in Austria, like I, I probably guarantee you that that if I lose one round in like ten months, it's probably a lot. Yeah, even the bigger cities in the U.S. like like Boston, right? Uh, I think it was held in Cambridge, maybe in Massachusetts, which is like close by to Boston. They held one this past weekend. I saw a picture. It was it was Enhoff, Phoebe, uh, this guy named Alan, and then someone else. I forgot the fourth person. And they were all in a car together, carpooling to it. Yeah, and that was that, it. Yeah. That was the four people. <laughs> they, really, the whole tournament was in this car, carpooling together. And then Enhoff won it, right? So congrats yeah. to her. But like, you know, like that's Is she just... driving? <laughs> I think she was. Driving. I think she was. I think she was. <laughs> yeah, that's how... I mean, that she's pretty good. Planned. So I, I can see why she was, you know, like, hey, come on, let's let's, let's spit this minimum. Like, um, how she roped Phoebe into it, like <laughs> I, I don't know, but. I mean, you know, like uh, she's qualified for Worlds before, so that's not like that's not a knock on her. But I think there's some regions where like it could be just like one person that's maybe hit like an all-time best of veteran, and then three like complete scrub aces that are like you know at this tournament, and they get like 50 champ. Like that's just like yeah. a lot of points, right? So I, I think the goal should be that you get those players out to at least one or two regionals. That's like the the goal of the point system behind it. Like you shouldn't just farm local tournaments and make mm-hmm. it to worlds, right? 
Yeah. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think um, one thing to bear in mind is this cap on how many points you can use from certain tournaments. Mm -hmm. And I understand that it's six per type of event. So six per regional, six per cup, and then you can have one international championship. Now you can do as much international championships if you want. As you want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You so, can do so, as many yeah. international. So, that, so you that's can, really, you can go to that. That's what I. Yeah. That's the like, biggest pay to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like well, that's what I said. I think it's almost impossible to get a travel award in Europe without attending NAIC. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, is NAIC is right at the end of the season. So it's like if you're so, missing like 100, 200 points for the top mm-hmm. cut to make travel award, I think without attending NAIC, you just can't make it. Unless you sweep EYC, because that's like a solid 500 points. Right. But without that, without attending NASE, I think it's pretty tough to get the, the trouble award. I think for the other games, TCG and VGC, I think the person that wins the IC gets a travel award, automatic one. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. That's, actually, maybe that's that, maybe that's not true. Think so, but but I mean, but they get they get travel this year. Yeah, yeah. but they get travel stipends to other ICs. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you if you're like top twenty in an A, you get a travel stipend to EYC. It's like mm-hmm. seven hundred fifty yeah. bucks or so. So yeah, it's I'm, pretty I'm wild because if you um if you pay attention to people at the internationals, um I'll see the same people. Like it'll be like the same group of. I was like, how yeah. are these people from the US going to every IC? But then I realized it's because they're getting yeah. travel stipend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so like Tomahawk said, there is a cap on the locals. Uh, but you could do six for the challenges, which I think is like 30 points max, and then six for the cups, which is 50 points max. So yeah. you get up to 390 on just locals, and you only need 110 points to to make it to Worlds after that for NA, which is like you probably got... It's wild. You, yeah, you probably got over 100 just from Barcelona. I right? might got 130, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I got I got 100. Maxi and I both got 130. Yeah. Um, Atman gets one hundred and sixty, and wait, Zwyatsky. you only got one. But you, you, you got third. Oh, it is third and fourth. Doesn't matter. Third and fourth. Uh, third and fourth. Yeah. But yeah, the same number of points. But I got, I got a nicer medal. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you, and you beat him. So fair point. Yeah. Um. So, but one thing I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on is obviously Zwyatsky now has two hundred points and a, and a qualification spot at Hawaii sorted, right? But as we know, he doesn't, as far as we understand, have the travel award. Exactly. Now, everyone who doesn't win a regional event, they need to accumulate 400 points in Europe and even yeah. more in, in North America, right? So Zwilas, I think he's doing events anyway, but he is somewhat forced to now attend further yeah. events to try That's and compete with that ladder to ensure he gets a travel award. Yeah, Whereas he probably has to do the calculations. Immediately right? awards a travel system. Do you think that that works? What are your guys' views on that? So yeah. I think I think you have to calculate it for yourself. Like if it's like cheaper to actually pay the travel to Hawaii or attend five regionals plus maybe two ICs mm-hmm. to get the travel award. So I think it's uh, like winning the first regional probably makes it easier if you just don't attend any regionals anymore and just spend the money for Hawaii. But if you're like in between, right? Like like you now. Imagine you attend like and like little. And then you you sweep uh, Gdansk and you make you you make your world qualification there. You probably you probably keep <laughs> keep going to events because you already spend a reasonable amount of money to go to those events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think for TCG and VGC, they allocate a certain amount of spots per region for uh for travel award. 
So actually, so I was I think said this on a previous episode, but for Go, we actually were like cashing in on travel awards because for the amount of players that went to like qualified for Worlds, yeah. it was like half of them got travel awards. For yeah. VGC and TCG, it's not like that at all. It's like they get like maybe like ten percent or less they get travel awards. Maybe maybe somewhere around there. It's so way I, less. I than think 50%. it's yeah. I think it's around top top ten, uh, top twenty gets travel award and top uh-huh. thirty five gets travel stipends. Yeah, yeah. So, That's like so way is- less. It's less. That's like it's like two thousand bucks difference. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like you said, like it, it, yeah, if you don't for Europeans, like whoever goes to both EUIC and NEIC will have a huge advantage, right? Obviously, yeah. if they do poorly, then it doesn't mean much. But you don't have to of do course. as well to get a lot of points. Exactly. Those. So exactly. maybe I'll see all of you at New Orleans later this year. <laughs> <laughs> So it's apparently a fun city. I've never. Been uh, apparently, it could be it could be the first tournament that we cap at maybe five hundred twelve people. Right? Like we don't know how many spots we get. But... Dude, we're Honestly, gonna need your, we're gonna need Europeans' help for that because these NA tournaments yeah, exactly. are like yeah. abysmal. I we there's sixty seven people going to Sacramento so far. Well, we this, have one hundred thirty for little. So it's you have how much? Yeah, 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 and your signups came out less than a week ago. Ours came yeah. out like a month plus ago. I, I don't Bro, like. That's so disappointing. Can't I don't know. I don't know if five hundred participants. Like, let's think practically, right? No, no, but you need like the step up from two fifty six. Yeah, yeah, sure, but you're gonna you're gonna arrive and they're gonna say, okay, you're in Group Q. Your first game's on Tuesday. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything everything above two hundred fifty six. Let's let's be real. Everything above two hundred fifty six has to be Swiss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, you I can't. Don't know if they do that, like you, you that can't. You can't run. have five hundred twelve people play out a double elimination bracket until top cut on day one. Like yeah. <laughs> that's actually that's going to be really interesting because I I don't know if they have it. I don't know personally, so I'm not even like withholding information. I don't know if they have the infrastructure or plans to expand it past two fifty six for Go this year. Uh, but honestly, that would be a big disappointment if they don't, because again, like NAIC yeah. is placed. Wait, so uh, it's like, do you remember how fast we sold out EUIC? EUIC was sold out within a day. Yes, right? yes but, but that's you all. For us, we didn't sell for over a month, and then and then a bunch of people just end up no showing, or like VGC TCG people just bought it. The yeah, but, took so but, long. But like, <laughs> I, I already that. already booked hotel for EUIC. If I don't get a ticket there, I'll be mad as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I feel you. Yeah, the, trust me. The North Americans, they, they haven't even looked into it, probably. So probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's it's far longer there, but yeah. I know on Twitter they tagged you and a bunch of other people on like, oh, it must be so cheap to like travel in Europe, and that's why you all yeah, go or something. I, was, I love uh, how they tagged like... the wrong guy as well. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like they, 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 the they, they don't know I'm technically American, dude. <laughs> yeah, I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, no travel for me is cheap. Yeah, it's just it's just a mentality thing. Like, there's some really good players in North America, but the I don't know what it is. The excitement's just not matched. Yeah. So like last like, season, it was also easier, right? Yeah. So I, I attended the regional, and I was like going in with the mindset, I'm just gonna win it, and I'm get, getting my travel award. Mm-hmm. But this year, it's like, oh, so I'm gonna have to do six anyway. So yeah, you got grind. So you you can't really drink on Friday because you want to do well on Saturday. So it's like <laughs> it's like you know the. It's 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 it hits different. <laughs> the real issues. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> real. It's the community is the most important aspect of those tournaments, right? It's and yeah, everyone going to sleep early on Friday evening just <laughs> it's less fun for everyone. Well, yeah. I mean, a... I mean, we say that, but I spoke to I spoke to Maxi on uh, Saturday, Saturday after we both qualified in for the for the day two, right? 
I said, right, what's your plan for the evening? We're going to get an early night's sleep so that we're both in kind of good mindset. He's like, yeah, yeah, nothing stupid, nothing stupid. We arrived the next morning. I'm well rested. I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, I got home at 4 a.m. And I was like, good stuff. Good stuff. He's like, yeah, I got the wrong train. I then went and got a McDonald's and I ended up at home at 4. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's fair. And that's why he put his lantern in the back. That's why I said that was the 4 a.m. McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, well that's that's why you won. <laughs> so um before we get to uh into Barcelona, so what what do you what do you all think? Is it do you like the old system more with the uh top two or do you like the new system of championship points? And it's okay to be a little biased because I know you, you, you technically would have just missed the qualification cutoff this past yeah. weekend, uh on third place, but uh but now you actually get a decent amount of points for it still, right? I, th- I think one thing, when you look at games generally, right, you, you generally would say that the more skilled a game is, the more it rewards a consistent player. And so with that in mind, a point system can have a lot of merit because it says the most consistent players are the ones that should qualify rather than some, you know, schmuck who manages to fleece his way to Warsaw finals. And there we go. Right. right. So. I think that it does have a lot of potential to be a good system. I think that this will be a season in which they test numbers, in which they test the different opportunities, as we say, with the Go Cup. And we might refine it over the next season or two before we get something that really does work. Um, I think going forward, it probably is better than having just top two from from original qualifying. Yeah. I'm a bit, I'm thinking, I'm a bit, biased there because I did pretty well in the previous format and uh-huh. now again I have to do at least six regionals mm-hmm. to some of it like there's no way I'm gonna attend Hawaii without a travel word let's be real mm-hmm. I have like three kids a wife a house like there's no way I wanna I wanna spend the money to to go to Hawaii on all on my own mm-hmm. so I kind of have to do six regionals EYC maybe NAIC even which is a lot of money and a lot of time spent, like I also have to take a lot of days off work, which I would rather spend with my family somewhere. And with with so, that in mind, because I think that, that I think that is a really good point. Do you think that the best compromise is that the winner gets both the qualification yes. and the travel award yes. and everyone yes. else has yes. to reach the cumulative exactly. 400 points or whatever? Exactly. So I, I do think it's, it's actually a bad system to not give the, the winner of it regional championship or like even European international championship, which we don't know about America as a travel world, right? They should like have the benefit. If you're like that good to win a tournament tournament, you should be able to go no matter what, no matter what circumstances you're in, right? Mm -hmm. So if like, imagine, imagine again, Poland regional or some random Polish guy shows up, sweeps a tournament. (laughs) There's no way he's ever gonna, sorry, but maybe my sounds, maybe sounds a bit bad, but usually it's just really hard for them to afford to go towards right or go to Hawaii because it costs like 4,000, 5,000 euros to go yeah. there from, from Europe. That's wild. So without a travel award, there's no way he ever makes it there. So we have a lot of dead spots in the, at Wards. Mm-hmm. We just have no tra- uh, way less travel awards and people just can't not attend. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree for the record. I mean, you know, if anyone from Play Pokemon or Niantic is, you know, if they're watching this, we want and they are. We know they are. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want the, the scores, but I, I do get some DMs once in a while. 
skill, right? We want the yeah. most skilled players to be at the World Championship. Exactly. Those players shouldn't be precluded by accessibility hurdles. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I completely echo echo yeah. what you said. So that, that also like always also picked the fact up that season one we had no travel awards for APEC regions, right? Except for like Japan and Korea, like the entire APEC region. Everything south of Japan didn't get any anything to travel there. And how many players were showing up? None of them, right? Mm -hmm. This season was kind of similar, like just a few players showed up and that just shows how hard it is to attend those way far out of your region tournaments without financial help from the booking company. Yeah, I, I think, think a lot of... Uh... Though is, um, yeah, go ahead, <clears throat> is there is prize money uh, I, I do I do agree that they should still give a travel award to the number one place, but um, I think, yeah, one argument towards that is there is prize money in addition, which yeah. maybe should then... So you want to know how much prize money... You want to know how much prize money I got oh, yeah, yeah, for okay, winning really? Bochum? Yeah, yeah, not for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you want to know how much prize money I got for winning Bochum? How much? After Texas, 600... No, 700 euros. Oh yeah, that's not a lot at all. So that's you know what the thing is. Also, I think like, so I think everyone outside the US, when they get sent their prize money, they don't they have get to pay taxes. The maximum amount. Well, this yeah. is the thing: you don't have yeah. to pay tax. Yeah, taxes. so you can get but it what back. What they do but... is they pay. Yeah, they they give you, they, they tax you yeah. the maximum amount. Yeah, and then expect you to then yeah. claim it back. Exactly. Um, so like, which everything... is something that I'm not sure if many players actually do claim back. Uh, because I'm not it's sure pretty, if that... and pretty actually Tomahawk to you're it. a lawyer yeah so I mean <laughs> if anyone's gonna <laughs> yeah. let's get back I'm, a, I'm a film and television lawyer not a tax lawyer <laughs> right so you know something about mispayments yeah so... <laughs> <laughs> no but for um, real, like like even travel award like travel award is three thousand five hundred dollars outside of outside of region right and so after Texas, I got two thousand one hundred sixty-seven oh, euros. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So that was that was that was that was a big pain, honestly. And yeah. you see, that's 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 hitting me as as a probably spoiled European. And now mm -hmm. imagine that hits like a a poor kid from I don't know India or or Taiwan or wherever, right? Like, yeah, I mean that's yeah, why like all these yeah, true, like true. North Americans tagging you know Europeans like oh it's so cheap to travel from yeah. Europe and whatever. I'm just like I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's the case you know like like I'm not saying well, it's it's not it's really definitely cheap cheaper anymore. it's yeah. definitely cheaper yeah. don't get me wrong right mm -hmm. but it it's still a lot of money we have to to spend to get to those regions yeah yeah and I, I well, think and the reality is and obviously I'm not gonna drop any names but there are some very young talented players as we know we've seen a lot of them perform very very well yeah. and especially those that have to balance you know their school and everything else and their families and those that require taking a guardian to these tournaments yeah when you're now required to go to four five six tournaments it's not affordable mm -hmm. when you can't guarantee a travel award you can't even say oh i'll just go to one and win it because then you can't go to hawaii exactly. anyway so exactly yeah yeah some of them are aging up, though. I know Wadaj is turning 18 this year, so he, he yeah, definitely he won't need a guardian for Worlds <laughs> this upcoming year. True. So, so but, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. But Wadaj is already earning money. Yeah, he is. He's making big money. He's making money out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, exactly. But this is about, you know, encouraging. When we, when we talk about grassroots and things, we want to encourage new players young players to kind of rise up mm -hmm. and we just need to make sure that 
you know, we encourage removing those hurdles. It's an expensive hobby. They say raiding is an expensive hobby, but (laughs) it's getting more expensive these days. (laughs) It is getting expensive. Um, Yeah, I mean, if I was as good as for Dodge, I'd just fly to every tournament. I'd be like, just cashing out, right? Like, even if you don't win at all, like, you get like top cut consistently. Like, yeah. I mean, the brilliant thing about the, the new system is because world's invites don't cascade anymore. If Wadarch just goes to every regional, he can just preclude everyone else from qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate the competition early. Yeah. 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 I actually haven't thought about that, but that's. Yeah. Hey, if you can't beat him at a regional, you're not going to beat him at Worlds. Please. True. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Barcelona too, because uh, this is I know EJ, you weren't you weren't at this one, correct? No, I wasn't. Yeah, but I know obviously Tomahawk was, and. Let me just say this. I mean, you talked about it earlier, but this meta is wild. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at these teams. I'm like, how are, like, how how does any of this stuff work? But it's like, it's actually. I feel like this is the best meta since the Tremnant Walren days, and some might argue even better it's, than that. It's the best meta ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's yeah. it's so non RPS heavy. It's like mm-hmm. it was like I think Barcelona was the most skilled regional I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and I've watched it all. And I enjoyed watching it after the lag ended, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was pretty fun to watch. And mm-hmm. the, the meta looks pretty healthy. There were some nice additions. I do think a few Pokemon are still kind of unhealthy for the meta. But for the most point, I think it's, it's the best meta we ever had. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. And I think I've been vocal before in, in, in discussing... RPS triangles and and the way in which the meta previously has kind of forced everyone to to kind of make a choice. And it's difficult because when I qualified for Worlds last year, I qualified in a meta pre-Wing Attack buff, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. When we had Metacham and Lickitung as a very, very strong core, and Noctowl had emerged in that regional as a brilliant core breaker to those two. It then received a wing attack buff that I personally didn't think it needed. It was great for all the other wing attack users, but Noctowl, I was like, hold on a minute, that was already that was already, <laughs> it was already winning tournaments, yeah. You know? And then the problem that that presented was we don't have a wealth of really good viable grass types in Grey League, and so when Lantern received a buff as well, and you have Noctowl as the premium flyer. Trevenant, being one of the few viable grass types, was so hard-walled by Noctowl that it just created a horrible RPS triangle. Yeah. To, and, and honestly, I think, you could say Trev was the only viable grass type because it shut down every other grass type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But it also beat the Steels, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And Metacham. Yeah. And Metacham. Like, its, it's roll compression was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Trevenant obviously had a place. Not many other grasses did. You know, maybe, maybe Venusaur is a spicy option. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of people don't like Lantern, and I'm not here to defend Lantern, but I'm just, I was going to say that Lantern, you know, on paper, it didn't have incredible movesets. You know, it wasn't, we weren't saying Spark is an incredible move, Surf's not an incredible, etc. right? But the problem was, is that you kind of had to play it because it was safe, it has good typing, it has good bulk, and it was very energy efficient. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really see that necessarily as a problem, and some people did, and, and that can be a discussion for another day. But what I did see was that because Noctowl was so safe, 
into so many other picks. You really did want to bring Noctowl. And so that created a problem because you either bring all three or you, you don't. And regardless, you're stuck at the mercy of, of, of that RPS triangle. And that's changed completely this season because now the premium flyers and the viable grass types, they can all hit each other back. And the one that remains, as Maxi knows, is that lantern and grass type. Match. <laughs> right? Exactly. And I think overall, that just gives us a much healthier approach. You know, you can switch in your Gligar into a grass type and you still have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, exactly. And you can switch your, your anti-flyer, your lantern into a Gligar and you still have to pay attention. And all of a sudden that really does merit good plays, sensible plays, waiting for switch clocks, you know, shielding the right moves. You know, and as EJV says, I, I do think that this is the healthiest match that we've had in, in a while. And I'm yeah. quite excited because I think we've only got, for Europe, we've only got two more regionals with this meta. Yeah. And then we might see a shift. And I'm interested to see what that looks like too. Yeah, you might not be as interested if, <laughs> if it goes poorly. Because <laughs> I don't know how well, much it could get better than this. But So I, I think know. as long as they keep as they let us play Medicham Liketang, which is just always so neutral into mm-hmm. a lot of things. And as long as this is viable, the meta stays kind of healthy. I so feel like as, that's a pattern as well. Yeah. yeah so if, yeah. if they if they buff like a Pidgeot for whatever reason or whatever, like Quarbreaks those two again and forces you to bring more Lantern and forces you to bring another Grass type again and you, you end up with this cycle again, until then we are, we are fine. But I think as long as we play Medi, Licky, Umbreon, even Carbink couldn't break up this this, this stuff, right? Oh, dude, so, Carbink's so hard to use. I, I, I was talking to EJV like in DMs. I was like, I'll be the first one to make Carbink work. And I just like kept looking at my team. I was like, this does nothing for me. Like it's so bad. And so I, I finally I was I might have like, to give it up for a second. It's like you don't you don't even beat the current flyers. So like what's Carbink <laughs> gonna do, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Especially if you're not running Rockyo, but you kind of need the tackle for like better yeah. neutral. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. I I yeah, I tried I, I was looking, I was trying to build a Carbink team so badly. And like I was watching the Barcelona team and trying to team build, and I just couldn't think of it's, anything. That it's always the sense. dead spot. It's always the dead spot yeah. on the team. Yeah, I'm like, how do I have like, every, how do I have enough things that counters all the like the waters and the grass and ready seal and still can like I brought like so many. I had, like triple flyers at one point, but it's yeah, just, like, it's, so <laughs> it's, hard, it's so hard to run. Pretty good against Reggie Steel, right? <laughs> like only, not even all of them, just two of them, maybe. But yeah, yeah. But I'm just like Lusa alone, Sandslash, which yeah, I'm a fan of. But um, yeah, you know, it was something interesting that um Tomahawk said too is the because Lantern got Surf be when you pl- when you qualify for Worlds, but no one used Lantern because what was it? It was it because Nidal Queen was so popular? It was like. Like it was something like kept Lantern out of the meta because Nocturne was, was already no okay. One, but no one played think, with, no, no one played flying types. Lantern yeah, had no that's targets. Altaria oh, was, was still good flying types that I remember because um, I remember Kokshak brought an Altaria that yeah. was a little bit. So like Lantern, Lantern had just had no targets on yeah, the had teams. no targets. Yeah, the thing is, I think Lantern had the same amount of targets, but it was still, um, and I think this is maybe the case with this meta as well. Uh, it was, you know, the start of a new meta. Um, you had three tournaments within the same um, yeah. weekend. And sometimes uh, people can, like, sort of hone in on specific picks. 
maybe and it was also sort of because those through, right? Yeah, maybe it was also because Trevenant was still kind of unchecked. Yeah. yeah, and also like um, it was the f- the beginning of the first full season. Yeah, and I'm wondering also how much um, you know, with players starting to go to regionals, how much experimenting they were really willing to do with you know picks that they hadn't you know seen or used before, um, or just picks oh. that maybe have hadn't really um, you know won a regional so they can be confident in yeah right uh, in using it you know. Well, the uh, other thing is, um, had the same targets. Galarian Stunfist was way higher usage early on last season because Trev- uh, cause Walrein got nerfed. True. And so Walrein, with Walrein nerfed, Registeel had less of a less value. And so almost like most people were running Galarian Stunfist as their steel of choice. And then obviously Nidal Queen is still around too. So that was, I think it was also, you know, again, there weren't as many flyers as well. Uh, or, you know, Noctowl usage was like here, there. Yeah, but, main flyer was, uh, was Altaria, and it, it actually beat yeah. Lantern consistently. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. Whilst we're on the topic of Galarian Stunfisk and Steel types, I've had a conversation briefly with Wadaj about which is the best Steel type in this meta. He's very much in the Registeel camp. He's obviously won Pittsburgh with it. Mm-hmm. I would like to point out that he could probably have won the regional with whatever steel type he chose. <laughs> I'm very much in the camp of Alolan Sandslash being the best steel type. And Did you run what are your guys? or Shadow Claw? Um, going forward, I would say Powder Snow is the play. But and you ran Shadow Claw for Barcelona. I think Shadow Claw, given the, the rise or at least the, the re-emergence of Lickitung, um, given Gligar, given Umbreon, I think Powder Snow has a lot of flavors. So, so uh, what I say about Shadow Lowland Sandslash is for me, it just doesn't fulfill the steel role as good as it should. Mm. So for me, Sandslash was always like the second steel type on a team. So I never could, like if I, when I build a team, I never could like put it on a team and say, yeah, that's, that's going to be my steel type to go because it, there are like matchups. Like, imagine you run into like a Medicham, the Oxus team. You just, you would do suicide running, running Sandslash <laughs> into the team. Well, you can run Registeel into a Medicham, the Oxus team without any problems. And so I always said, I, I'm a huge Registeel simp. Like, I think I've never used uh, GFISC or any other steel type at a tournament except Registeel. And I think it's still the best steel type just because Lickitung is so good. Which is fair that you say Powder Snow Sandslash, but Registeel still it's different. Yeah. But how how does Powder Snow Sandslash do against Registeel? Because I know Shadowcall won. I'd rather be alone Sandslash. You actually, I, I don't remember which one, but I think you lose. I think you you lose the one shield, which you would win otherwise with okay. Shadow. Yeah, or is it the two shields fun. even? So like you maybe win the ones, but lose the twos. But yeah. one, so it's one like thing you, that I. One thing that I would say to the point of Registeel being able to go into Medicham, I also think, as as you saw in Barcelona, that I I, I think Dynamic Punch is the way now. Yeah, I wanted it once Yo, even. I've been on so. that Dynamic Punch grind forever. To San Diego yeah. and and Fresno yeah. too. It's Dynamic Punch is so, yeah, yeah. I love seeing that too because yeah. it's it just you can't run these like ABA like weeks yeah. of fighting lines anymore because you just exactly. get punished so hard with like a lick. Exactly. So I, I was running I was running Dynamic Punch Mediate Worlds and it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think comboing yeah. that with like the getting that break point in the mirror, yeah, just really 
I guess like yeah. solidifies what you re were yeah. really. So like the, the only real matchup you missed psychic is Azu, and now you don't win that matchup anyways anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah and the you mirror. need like a rank one yeah. now. No, yeah, you don't need it in the mirror damage. if you want to break point Matty, So well, yeah, that's <laughs> true, and also with psychic nerf, right? Yeah, yeah. before yeah. whenever whenever I played it, I was. At San Diego, I should have brought in more, but I was just, like, so paranoid and scared, and I just kept getting, like, steamrolled by Ramberto running, like, G-Fisk and, yeah. like, Umbreon. G-Fisk lead Umbreon yeah. back. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know that name punch. But I just, <laughs> so, I was just too scared to bring it because he had, like, a Trevenant, a Frostlass, and a, so, and a I, rem Menager. I remember at Bochum, I did yeah. the same thing uh, yeah. against against Chun. He had also played Dynamic Punch Medi. He did, yeah. And I lead my Umbreon and had Wedgie Steel in the back. And once I saw the Medi, Medi <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's where I want to see it. And in my head, yeah. I, in my head, I literally just played out the matchup how I want to play it. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is this is Dynamic Punch. Like this, uh -huh. this is gonna clap me. Yeah. And so I had to spend shields early, and I think I actually won that game. But it's like once if you forget about it, it can actually screw over your entire strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wild too, and, and you get to the second diamond punch even faster than the second. Yeah, second exactly. Yeah. It's like five yeah. in Fresno, I just brought it a ton. I was like, I don't really care. I I read qualify. I just see what happens, and I don't. I I avoided. I didn't have a single Medicham mirror matchup. Like my Medicham never saw another Medicham, which was wild because there's Medicham everywhere. Yeah, but that's why I really thrived, and and I didn't face I didn't face a single super mill. But, um, yeah, I think it's a. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting because especially if everyone else is running dynamic punch, then it's even less of a threat to bring it because you don't have to worry exactly. about the mirror matchup. You just exactly. have to, yeah, you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Tomahawk's team was super interesting too for Barcelona. I know. You, okay, so you ran the Thunder Lantern, which I heard you explain on interview afterward on why you ran it, which I think was super clever. But also, like, I was on the EJB about this too because I was watching your matchup versus Wireless, and I was like, <laughs> wait. I was like, how does he... I was like, why does he keep bringing Mantine? But then I realized, like, you didn't have any other Medicham check. And then I was just like, how do you make it this far in the tournament running just Mantine as his Medicham check? Uh, yeah, but yeah well, just talk us through your team because it's super interesting to see. Yeah, so um, my Medicham, I think, as as Anacor pointed out, if you can hit a break point in, in the Medicham mirror, I'm actually very comfortable in, in, in the mirror. I think I only had to play one once. I think it was against. Uh, I think it was against Maxi, um, but he didn't shield his anyway. He was happy for his to to go down. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy with my Medicham into a Medicham mirror. Obviously, Mountain is so oppressively good versus Medicham. Um, Superior can beat Medicham, um, and other than the twos where the counter damage really racks up, Superior I I I think was a really solid pick for me. I think yeah. Venusaur as well is a, is a great grass type, but one of the problems with Venusaur is you can't counter swap into a Medicham with, with Venusaur no. um, because you just get outpaced. Um, so Lantern, Superior, both have very neutral matchups against Medicham. And now that you're running, well, now that I was running Thunder, people, you know, it's in your head. People are like, ah, oh, I don't really want to take a Thunder. I don't exactly know how much it does. <laughs> I think that gave me quite a good advantage going into a meta quite early, is that people weren't necessarily prepared for things that didn't look right. When they're suddenly seeing a quick attack hitting their Charizard, and they're like, mm, I'm losing damage faster than I expected to here, uh -huh. then suddenly you know, people either misplay or they don't quite play it optimally. Um, and, and that was one of the reasons why I was quite confident going into this meta quite early on because I was very comfortable with the picks that I had made 
immediately, as I say, two days after the meta update, I kind of had this team ready. And the one change that I made is when I watched Pittsburgh and I saw Pocket running a very similar team, which I understand Maxi and Onion Frank actually had a lot of input into. I, I then considered Bubble Beam on Mountain. That was the only thing I considered after watching uh, Pocket's run. And I thought, actually, that Bubble Beam can be useful for the Lickitung matchup, which I was otherwise a little bit soft to across my team. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I went in and I, I kind of knew how I was going to approach these things. And I had quite a few matchups where I would safe swap the Diggersby and my opponent would counter swap Metatram. And in my head, I'm like, okay, there's not much I can do here. Um, it is what it is. And they would just lose count. And all of a sudden, their Metatram <laughs> gets hyperbeamed. And they go, I've managed to lose switch because I got greedy. I was trying to farm up too much. Um, and it, it's interesting because um, Yonkers actually today, or when, at the time of recording, posted a video saying that Zwilus and I had conversations and we discussed tactics and things, and, and we had. And, and one of the tactics that I told him after our match was that I'd played against some people who weren't shielding Hyperbeam against Metacham. And so then when I throw Hyperbeam, I actually baited, but he did he did shield that. Um, and I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's scared of the Hyperbeam. Um, <laughs> But it, it was interesting that um, Inadequance actually both told us, he goes, uh, Shadow Venusaur into Shadow Alone and Sandslash. He goes, that's interesting because if you land one Frenzy Plant, you can two shield farm down. And he kind of told us both separately and then we briefly discussed it together as well. And then there was a matchup where I was like, hold on a minute, we've talked about this. <laughs> I need to shield the first Frenzy Plant, otherwise I'm in trouble. Um, so there were you know, lots of different opportunities because it was so early in the meta. And I think that going forwards, it might be trickier for, for me at different regionals because we've got some much more calculated players that are going to be at these future events. That, are going, that they're going to have much safer teams. I wouldn't necessarily like to say my team is safe. You know, I've right, almost yeah, made that one safe, right? Yeah. And I can get away with that, I think, when other people are unsure of, of how things play out. And once people are kind of attuned to how these things work, it then becomes a little bit more difficult. And I wasn't a huge fan of going into a best of five, even in Barcelona, because I was like, Zwilus knows my team. He now knows all of my movesets. He knows what kinds of lines I can run. And I didn't have many options to run safe lines versus his team. And I was getting away with that earlier when I had, you know, moveset surprise and things like right. that. And one of the things that's difficult about going on stream is that you lose that. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was one game which uh, which lots of people might have been questioning my team selection for. I led to the back. And I said to myself, look, I need to try some crazy plays here because yeah. otherwise he has a much safer matchup versus me. And whatever lead he sees, he can go into a Lickitung, he can go into a Sableye, right. and he has an opportunity to get a shield or to get switch. I don't really have that luxury. And so I need to kind of gamble on an ABA. And I was thinking, if I go Diggersby and he leads Sableye with a Lickitung swap, I'm laughing. The only thing I don't want to see is Metachamp. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> what happens? Of course. Yeah. So yeah, RPS will never die, but it doesn't count if you play silly teams like I do. <laughs> well, so you mentioned a really good point about the move sets, and obviously, beyond stream, you have a disadvantage. Going to day two in general, you have a disadvantage because everyone, for the most part, see. I actually, I don't know if people saw the thunder on day one. Uh, no, I, I actually made sure not to use 
all of my Pokemon on stream in day one, yeah. just so I could maintain something yeah, yeah, for day yeah. two. Yeah, that's really smart. So I was going to ask, well, I guess all three of you too, if you had the option, would you prefer the current format we have now or would you prefer open team sheets right away? So like once you 100%. match up, round one, you can see your opponent's movesets yeah, 100% right off the bat. That's sheets. what they do for TC or for VGC. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm 100% yes. in. Yeah. yeah, give me, give me open team sheets. I I would say that if you have open team sheets, it completely changes the way you team build. I think that that's that, that's obvious, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that open team sheets might put off some people because you don't get the opportunity for the surprise. You don't get the you know there is there is an element of boom that's happened you didn't see that coming that that's a lot of fun however in terms of skill open team sheet rewards skilled players the most yeah. and arguably that's what we should be doing and on that yeah. basis talking about consistency right imagine you lose to like a, a hyper beam tongue, which like and then you get rps yeah, and then you get rps in game two right so like <laughs> it, it's nothing to do with skill it's just the opponent just gambled all on everything and he will never win another game with that thing but you just <laughs> you just you just get screwed over by that and get up yes maybe the game after and you drop out of the tournament so it's like talking about consistency and skill open team sheets is what we should yeah. get I think hopefully we're probably soon. still a bit early ish a bit early ish um for this to become like a, a big problem in regionals because we still don't have like as much diversity on move sets as there potentially could be. Yeah, but even um, even but, knowing if your lantern is in water gonna spark is a huge yeah, advantage. Yeah, it's true, it's true. And I I'm think talking no from the perspective. Yeah. Sheets, I'm right. talking from the perspective from being on stream basically yeah. round two latest. True. So it's it, it can it can screw you over and it's just not fair, right? Because mm -hmm. like I had yeah. I had I had plays and or opponents in regionals and USC. Where they said yeah, yeah, I, I, I know what movesets you had. So like mm -hmm. even I played double at USC, right? The opponents knew that I had payback, so they didn't have to shield their, their flyers against my double. Mm -hmm. But uh, Azuma yeah. will, right? So it's like it gives even if it's like a slight advantage, it's an advantage. And if we wanna play on even playing fields, then give us open team sheets. Yeah, there yeah. have been some events where um the even just teams in general, like some large um LATAM events last season where um you know some of the players weren't on stream and then going into day two no one really knew their teams yeah and if you're again if you're in you know on the other side of that where people are able to practice the entire night against your team and you still have no clue what you're playing yeah mm -hmm. uh it's, yeah it's not really that's what right. that's what happened to auburn at Wards. yeah i remember I was, him I was, saying that right. i was like, having a i was having yeah. a drink with him in the evening and he was like yeah he was playing on stream, but he has no clue what his opponent is running. I think he was yeah. even Rubik's master. It was Rubik's master, yeah. Uh, so he was like, he has no clue what he's saying. playing. And I was and like, you want some was... scrims? And he's like, dude, I don't know what the guy's yeah. running at all. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't like not the moose. He doesn't even know the six Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. it was that. You know, that's like a big advantage. It's um, a huge advantage. So, yeah, especially with Rubik's team too, because it wasn't a standard yeah. team. Either. Yeah. It was that of all the people he could have faced, yeah. that, was, that was the worst person to face. Yeah. I think it's all it's worth mentioning, but there is also an element of skill in being able to team read someone else's line and think, 
that has to be your water gun lantern, basically. And there is yeah, an element of, of skill, and, and maybe there's argument that we should reward of that. Course. But I think it's outweighed by the point that you of guys have just but, made. That but the how often, how often have you faced of... the team where you think it's got to be water gun lantern because they have no other check to, to they have no check to, <laughs> they have no check to, no check to a, to a GFISC, and then you just, I don't know, say swap a Charizard or whatever, or like a, a, yeah. a, a Gligar, and then they, they <laughs> bring in a, Charizard, yeah. uh, bring in, like you mentioned, like you, you know what I mean? And then they bring in a spark lantern, and then you're like, okay, come on, like that yeah. doesn't make sense, right? So like you can actually get punished for being the better player, <laughs> so. Yeah, I made that mistake at Hartford Regional where I lost my first game against this opponent on day one, built up to a dynamic punch slash psychic, right? And it was, um, I think I say swapped a Registeel or something. Or I need, I need to like try to win alignment. It's like, man, I was like, this could be a dynamic punch. I shield it, which is a power punch. And like the guy built up so much energy for a power punch, <laughs> I shield it, and I just got cheesed completely. I was like, oh my god. Maybe we should reward that guy. You know, he, that's that's well, part of yeah, the game. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Part of the game. I did, I did win it, but it was it was stressful <laughs> after the first game. Do, do you want to hear something that's maybe a little bit bad, which I think was a, it wasn't necessarily a mistake, but it was addressed in day two. So in day one, the headphones that you have to wear when you're on stream. There wasn't really any white noise, or at least it wasn't oh. as loud as it was in day two. And, you know, maybe my fault, but I was playing against, um, I think it was Runev's in the winner's final for Group A, right? Now, I know I have dynamic punch, so I'm not thinking about what my move is. But he told me after the game, that he goes, oh, no, I heard the casters on stream Holy say that you've got dynamic punch. Oh, and no. I was like, I'm an idiot. I wasn't paying attention. I missed that because they apparently also said that he has dynamic punch. And I missed that. So I was shielding, <laughs> thinking, well, you know, just in case it's a psychic. Uh, there we go. My noise is important. Yeah, so uh, I actually pointed it out last year at EYC as well. That there was like I could hear the casters. I mean, it was psionic, right? So it was like booming before I even <laughs> shielded or no shielded. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I could hear them like even it's a shielding debate, and then of course you know shield, right? So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that is a that is a. Good that, I also think uh, like let's just just to to talk about it briefly. That I mean I don't know how they do it, but I think there have to has to be way more testing on the stream on stream and stream phones and headphones yeah. etc because like i think the lag is preventable mm -hmm. the, uh, most of it at least and those things with headphones is also preventable just by testing it literally before the tournament again to see if everything works the weirdest thing is sometimes the lag is like just the stream phones and yeah. the state like the yeah. the the phones off stage are great or then it's yeah. vice versa right yeah but it's like it's like because i remember eu last year the floor matches were fantastic. The stream matches were really rough, exactly. and they had to restart everything. Exactly, but they, they um, figured it out, right? On a, and yeah. it was it was it was a pretty easy problem to fix, and so it could also be prevented by just testing the phones before and just play at mm -hmm. least the best of three before best of five before, and then you figure out if there's something wrong or not. Yeah, yeah. I do really wonder, like, what the obviously I don't know. You might know a bit more in it, but like, what the process is because, bro, literally, yeah. Okay, day one, Barcelona. It like it was the left phone the entire yeah. time, all the time, and like they were doing these like really long breaks, yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, oh, they did a break to like fix the left phone, right? 
No. And then you come back again, and it's the left phone again. And I'm like, <laughs> how are you not seeing this? You know. To, yeah. To be fair, I, I, I'm trying to remember what I could see because obviously we were watching um, oh. from from the little seats and things. And there was a lot of time that they were spending replacing phones, and they were trying, um, but they did. I think I spoke to one of the casters. They did say we didn't get an opportunity to test beforehand, and maybe that's something that they could do. Or, you know, even if you have your caster battles beforehand, just do something just before do the something. players go on, yeah. so that you know you can see live gameplay. But I do think that they were trying to replace yeah. it and test the phones. And obviously, when they finally did, we had a relatively smooth. Yeah, day exactly. two was perfect. Exactly. That's what I mean. Out. Right? It could have been prevented by just trying it early. And I think yeah. probably 80%. Like, obviously, you can't control if the Wi-Fi drops or have your power cut, like in Turin last year. But you can prevent this little stuff. And mm -hmm. we deserve it. Like, we are paying money. We are attending yeah. those. We are, we are spending our free time to go there to have a competitive regional. And we deserve better. Yeah, and just for the viewer experience too, right? It's just exactly. Like, it's just exactly. Not, yeah, it, was, it was a pain to watch as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. I think the the probably the best way to address any type of lag because like because so, you're playing on Wi-Fi, there's always going to be or even like Ethernet, it's there's going to run to some issues. Uh, yeah. is you would probably need like an on-site server, right? Like a LAN server that they do they do this for like a lot of like big esports, but that's that's a very difficult thing because you need to build out a server for each specific like in-person tournament, and uh, I don't think we have. The infrastructure I, I think it probably takes coordination from both niantic and tbci to do it and yeah that's tough <laughs> it's, definitely it's definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful though because um pokemon unite did it for naic and worlds so they had zero ping which yeah. was like the first that's time amazing. any of these players had it. yeah that's so, amazing. I, we, honestly go doesn't help. need a zero ping right go is is fine if you're running on like a 20 25 ping but yeah yeah, that should be the goal to have this consistently at all. Right. Imagine zero ping though. Oh my gosh! Dude, I would it's, love to have this at home. Dude. The swaps would be crazy. And just just imagine yeah. fast move deny back ten with a zero. Uh -huh. That was yeah. Imagine one turn. Yeah, sink. I would have. I would have. I would have denied. <laughs> You're going one turn ahead. <laughs> I would have. I would have. I would have denied you doing back back then with a zero. <laughs> dude, uh, so back in fast move nowadays, I I will admit I didn't know how to optimize my charge moves. So I would so because if you play optimally, if you play for optimization, you can't deny because you're always optimizing on on yeah. their turns. But I didn't know how to optimize it, so I would always go visually, which meant that I end up denying. And everyone, like even not even just people from like outside NA, even NA players, are like, yo, how you always deny me all the time and stuff. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just throwing when I see the end of the incinerate, right? Like I don't know, like like I don't know what I'm doing. But I was denying people like non-stop and people were like so, super frustrated with me I was so like, my, my I, connection I my connection was pretty good back then so yeah. it's not the best but it was it was pretty okay for for yeah. it was pretty okay for fast move denial and i played stone collection in a tournament uh-huh and my frostless beat his his i was a self cup uh his warm -up trash consistently like because <laughs> that's, that's i denied funny. and sneaked every every time and uh, I just I I three would him I think and after that the only message he wrote to me was like I didn't know you moved to NA and then he just goes to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am glad they got rid of that too because yeah. it forced a lot of people to. I was like after they got rid of that I was letting moves through left and right and then I've, I was yeah. like I need to have, have, have you have you watched have you watched Butters after the fast move deny fix? That was a pain. <laughs> wait oh <laughs> wait yeah I feel like he told me something about he was like four fast move. 
No, he was yeah. he's still he's still for something. I think he's still for guaranteed sneaks or something. I have no clue about but oh, no, watching no, him. No, he's still no, he's still for fast move denial on every single charge move now. Like he he wants it like he's like he's still on this personal agenda where he wants there to be fast move denials every time you throw a charge move. So I, I think yeah. it doesn't matter unless it's consistent. Yeah. So it well, he doesn't... just doesn't like the fast move pressure teams too, right? So like less racing, yeah. less like yeah. downs go through. Yeah, but it, uh, so the only thing I'm really missing is transferring fast move damage yeah. onto another Pokemon mm -hmm. by switching out. Yeah. That was so good uh, having strategies like mm -hmm. throwing back to back charge move or like charge move switching and then coming back in on a one HP yeah. one and doing another charge move. Dude, that now was you're swapping, you're, you're like just swapping mid fast move. Yeah. And just fades yeah. it out. You can't even throw them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so <Yes>. awkward. <laughs> I've seen that a few times. Um, but yeah, going back to Barcelona too. Well, let me just say Tomahawk. You, you kind of screwed over both me and EJP. We uh <laughs> we, yeah, I I don't well he didn't go all in all in. I went all in on channel points in your losers finals <laughs> against you and I went all in with 24,488 20, channel points. Uh EJP actually went in more channel points than me, but he didn't go I think he like saved like 100 or something. Uh, uh, no, uh, I I spent 29,100 and I have 10,000 left now. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you, you, Do you know what's mad is that actually last year, I and I don't have many channel points in it yet, but it was like this period where I was kind of forced to watch Twitch. Yeah. Well, I don't I have any either. All my channel points on Lurgan beating you in the final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Worst, uh, worst bet. That I've ever made. didn't work out well. It yeah. Really well, to be fair, if even if um. I guess even if I bet on Z's wireless in that one, I probably would have gone all in on Potamon because he had a he had yeah. a he had a game like he had a set advantage. Like, dude, you had to reset the finals and win it. That's yeah. like really hard. And I think I was even messaging EGB. I was like, oh, this this has been easy if I only had champions yeah. Potamon so, here. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I have ten thousand ten thousand left, but I forgot to bet it on Potamon. And that's Caleb fun. was like, yeah, that's easy money. And I was like, yeah. and then it was like, two, two, and I was like, you're apparently not. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like halfway through after, uh, after I put it all in on uh, Tomahawk, I was like, Master EJB. I was like, wait, I was like, this guy doesn't have a Metachamp check. Like, he's just got band tied. I was like, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. So why is his team? I, I remember it's looking at the matchup and I was like, this is, this is tough for me. And it's actually similar to Warsaw. So both Warsaw and Barcelona, I only lost to one player yeah. twice. Yeah. Right. And it's it's difficult because obviously, you know, they're I also I both are twenty nine years old, if I remember correctly. Say again, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They also both are twenty nine years old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, I never got to play Patterman, for example, but like looking at his line, I was like, oh, I have more play against this. So not that you're, yeah. you're trying to look too far ahead, but obviously you consider who else is yeah. in, in, still in the bracket. And I was like, okay, Patterman's team, obviously he's a great player, but like I can see what I, what things I would try to do mm. against Zylus' team just because of that Powder Snow A-slash. All of the things that I wanted to, you know, that, that I would yeah. normally have tried, I was yeah. like, Diggersby's no longer an A-slash counter. This is now very tricky for me. Um and yeah, obviously he, he he played brilliantly and and he re he read me well, um. So I can only apologize, guys. I can only apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dynamic punch matchup looked so good to Padamon. See, like it it 
beats like three hard beats three beats swamper like you play into the Gligar. like the yeah, events yeah. sure but like you know he had the sable eye right yeah his team was his team was wild i think um i don't i don't know if i don't know if shadow dragon would have helped potamon that much because that was the difference between his team and Bordage's, right well, yeah, I think it actually would have just because what Swilers did was like playing that Medi, Medi Sable, right? And mm -hmm. Pelipper. Yeah. So it's like. I think you, pretty you, much everything lost yeah. to Shadow Dragon Eye. Yeah, so you, you just break up, break up those those mm -hmm. cheap cores that, that have no brainers, right? They were no brainers against Padaman's team. Yeah, I don't know how Padaman beat him the first time around looking at that. Um, um, CC threw the last game to be honest. Oh, okay. So, like. Swilers just swapped out of a matchup. I think he swapped out of the Sableye into his back one and gave Batman too much farm on the final one to mm. lose the game. Yeah. So Swilers could have just easily won this game by just saying it was Sableye. Yeah. That was uh that was wild though. I mean these wise team Shadow A slash Shadow Venusaur, Lickiton, Sableye, Mad Jam. Yeah. Right, it was Dynamic literally Punch, just Mad Jam and then Pelipper, like what? Yeah, this this is basic this is basically the the BBML just with Palipa over Gliger, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, well, what about uh? Well, well, no Registeel either, right? Yeah, but it's Shadow Senseless, right? So you just yeah, have yeah. one Steel type of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but this is BBML at the moment. Yeah. Just with Gliger. Who's Gliger Wireless over his team or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swilers. Wireless his team is BBML. Yeah, yes. Like... <laughs> yes. We gotta put a big asterisk next to the BBML. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, for I, was like I don't know. I was like, this is a pretty yeah, spicy but... team, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's just a Pelipper that makes it spicy. To be honest, like Pelipper, I, even I, like I think Pelipper is pretty spicy these days. I didn't see is a lot it, of Sable. Is it though? Yeah, it's that's what I'm on seventy-five percent of the teams. Like yeah, Sable but... will always have at least these targets, right? But the you remember when Eberron was using Medicamp Sableye, right? That was yeah. common. But what kept that in check was the presence of Fairy. Mm -hmm. And we don't really have that so much anymore. There's so none well, yeah, no one brought like a Zumro in uh, Barcelona. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to Pittsburgh. Yeah, but just because the consistent like, Yeah, but just because lantern usage. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. lantern usage is so high that it's just too hard to bring the Azumarill. in. Oh, I yeah. Well, everyone's got, would, everyone's now bringing grasses as well, yeah. grass, lantern, yeah. you know, just your steel and things. And yeah. Lickety, so the, you know, the, grasses, well. the grasses aren't that big of a problem for Azumarill, to be fair. So I, I was yeah. always committed to just bait out the grass type with my Azumarill if I have to, to free up a lantern, for example. Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. you you can usually usually have a pretty fine matchup in the zeros or one shield. Mm -hmm. So, but... Again, it's like Lantern that just shuts you so hard down that you just don't want to be stuck in that matchup ever. Now with the Sparkler, Spark damage buff even more, just because yeah. it gets sparked down in the end. Well, especially in a meta without like Altaria and Noctowl, the, yeah. uh, the grass types have more play even if you have to like, even if you shield the Zuma, right? You fall exactly. down, like that Frenzy and Sludge Bomb go somewhere, yeah. right? And it, yeah. it hurts yeah, quite yeah, a bit, yeah. so... Um, well, I mean, so since we're we're two events in, and both events have maintained uh, like the same five top usage, right? So Medicham, Lantern, Lickitung, Gligar, and Registeel. And yes. those five are like used way more than anything below it. Um, what do you three th reckon going forward into future regionals? You know, do you think that top five will change a bit? Do you think anything will like come up to join them? Because again, we're like pretty early. And I feel like this meta is, it has a lot of uh, yeah. space for development. 
So I can see where she's still falling off a bit and Potter's no sense slash replacing it. But other than that, I don't think there will be much of a change in the top five, top eight Pokemon use either. I'm I'm on that same note. I'm interested to see Gligar usage and the extent to which that shifts or doesn't when we see Powderstone A slash rise. I'm interested to see if people toy with Mons like Toxicroak again, because it obviously has a much stronger matchup against the Grass, against Lantern, good against Lickitung, good against the Steel as well. Um, I'm also interested to see if we're going to see any new Pokemon soon. I mentioned briefly on stream that, you know, Halloween's always a time to, you know, restart the, the hype for Mimikyu, if that does come in. As, as EJB said at the beginning of the stream, if anything comes in that makes Medicham question its position in, in the meta, then, then obviously that can have huge ramifications. And obviously this won't affect the next couple of tournaments, but let's say you had an Alolan Marowak buff, right? Mm -hmm. These kinds of things can can really make a difference, but in the meantime, maybe BBML allows wireless is is yeah. to play with the table these kinds of things. I mean, it's it's also pretty hard yeah, to, pretty to check Medicham, right? Because Medicham's best friend is Lickitung. Yeah. So if you have a ghost type, it's it's always hard to check Medicham with a ghost type because you, Jesus, because you just you just in there trying to to hyperset, right? What um. What about Talonflame? I'm looking at Talonflame into the top like three teams. It doesn't look yeah, terrible, actually. It doesn't look terrible, yeah. but it's it so slow, great. right? Yeah. It's so slow. Yeah, it's okay. It Here, not here's a challenge. The optimization. Yeah, what about Fire Spin Charizard? Uh, I thought about Shadow Amber. <laughs> or Ember, yeah. Shadow Amber. Or, or, or Ember, yeah. So, yes and no. <laughs> if, you, if you have ever played it, it's a no. Yeah. So Pocket made me build a Shadow Amber uh, Charizard for a draft tournament. And it's oh, so bad. Man. It's so bad. Like, he didn't want to run it himself? <laughs> no, uh, it was a draft that I had, I had to play it because I had it on my team and he made me build a Dragon Breath one like the one before. So I had to build my third Shadow Charizard. Oh my God. He made you and it was Amber. Teams. And the pace is just so bad, right? Mm. If Amber maybe one more energy and it could be <laughs> yeah. good but with the current pace it's it's bad yeah yeah it's uh we'll see we'll see i mean yeah talonflame is I mean, talonflame used to be a staple in season one like that was like if you wow. saw a flyer it'd be talonflame. wasn't there like only one player to make it make it work and there was dex it's really just dex yeah uh what's his name um there's one na player too did well at NAIC. He, he always ran Scrafty and Talonflame together. Well, that was a pretty good Muddy Water. Uh, yeah, they keep up. Ziggomatic. Ziggomatic. Ziggomatic, yeah. Yeah, I guess there weren't a ton of Talonflames, I guess, at World Season yeah. 1 either. But, yeah. Um, but so if you were running a flyer, that was like going to be the one. It was also it was also Trevenant War in meta that like mm -hmm. preferred to, to have. Yeah. To have Talonflame in there just because there was like no other water type then because of those two. Yeah. Yeah, Talonflame was solid back then, but yeah, it's easy to play around. Um, I'm excited to see what happens in Brazil and uh, Curitiba, which is going to be yeah. our next regional, this upcoming weekend. I don't know if it's going to be streamed or not, though, which is a little unfortunate. I don't even know what the how many so. players are signed up for it. Cause... So they, all, they always stream this on Facebook, which is so weird. But... <laughs> yeah. No, no, the Brazilian ones aren't on Facebook. Okay, Brazilian um, ones. But okay. they did make a mistake last, the last Brazilian event, 
they like streamed it and didn't save the VODs or something. So like the only VODs that are available are on some like other streamers uh, watch party. Is that why you started downloading everything, Anacor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Rob, do you know what it was? Yeah, it was um, 2022 Lil. Yeah. Um, That was the like one of the early Neuralcast streamers or it might have been the first one. And he streamed it and didn't save the VOD. So as soon as the stream was over, that was it. Yeah. I was downloading like Thos Watch Party, King's Watch Party. (laughs) And then there was like in the on the other games, yeah. So like VGC, for example, during the breaks, they would show little mini clips of what's happening on the other streams yeah i downloaded that as well <laughs> just so i could get like a little bit of like the parts that were missed you know so uh, i've got all that somewhere hopefully uh what you got you're so, like yeah, a historian yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all, all we had from little stream back then was marco saying he wants to get shit faced at the bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was uh i was hoping uh I was hoping something like that would happen at Barcelona, but <laughs> that's a risk you take entering every player after they win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, well, it's I, I, I understand that one of the reasons why they haven't been doing interviews in, in Pittsburgh, for example, is because there is a bit of a, an uncertainty as to what people might say on stream. So maybe they just had a little bit more trust in some of the Europeans, but I, I, yeah, I think they scrapped yeah. the interviews in an A, right? I, I don't know if I would trust Valdash and Pocket or Onion. <laughs> stream, so. Well, you got you, you got to remember Onion too. I think Onion, uh, it was before the Toronto regional. He saw he saw me and Butters in the hotel lobby. He's like, "But what, what can I? What can I? Can I not say in the winners' interview and stuff, right?" If I, <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I was like, slow your roll, man. We're so, on day. We're not even on day like, one. Yeah, like like you gotta you gotta." He didn't even make top cut yet, right? You get a little too that's, excited. That's, that's and then simple, that was a tournament he a, lost to Moltres in. So like, <laughs> I was like, but that, that's a simple that's a simple rule for that. So if you have to ask, it's probably not allowed. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, uh, yes, I think generally speaking, I think the Pokemon Company wants to err on the side of caution. Uh, mm. Some, it was like a what do you call it? There was some VGC. I think it was like Worlds or like an international a few years ago. Gabby Snyder was the one that told me about this. Some guy got like really unlucky on um like they they their like buffs and debuffs like odds are like it's like so much RNG right and yeah. I think like the opponent had like a ten percent chance of hitting it or something and they hit it like back to back moves and he got so pissed he just flipped off. Like he's on stream, he flipped off the stream camera. <laughs> wasn't wasn't that like wasn't that the the guy who got hit by like three consecutive fishes? Uh, maybe I think that might have been right. what it was. It was something wild like that. And then uh, they, I like, think they like blacklisted him from like future interviews and stuff. Yeah, just like we can't I mean, we can't let this guy. I I, I yeah. fully understand him. Like if I was if I was I don't know who it was, but there's a guy who lost against Maxi because of the psychic debuff into Last Resort. Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Dragonite oh, player. Oh, was yeah, it Kristen? Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would have, I would have mauled my ass up on yeah. stream. So yeah, losing was, to a 10% chance. I was feeling on San Diego. I missed, I missed two Zap Cannon debuffs against Ramberto's Umbreon. And he shielded both Zap Cannons, too. It was, he didn't shield the Focus Blast. I was like, how am I losing Registeel into Umbreon right now? And I was, I was so yeah, mad. Yeah. I, I feel it, yeah. Yeah, but you know, I think one thing we were discussing last week about how um, the EU stream would go, considering it's now on the official um, on the official channel, and you were saying that there'd be a bit more like you know 
Yes. So, but there, I don't think there was. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, you're right. So, so here's the difference. Uh, mm-hmm. They are on the official channels and stuff, but they're still run. I think it's still run by Neralker and yeah. like the other people in production. Mm-hmm. I saw him, like pictures of him and stuff, and like, dude. I don't know. I don't know what the heck NA's doing, but the setup and backdrops <laughs> at Barcelona were amazing. Like the lounge <laughs> Bro, looked good. Sick. I'm like, where's ours? Like we like, dude, I mean, we, you know what the worst part is, is that like we already had the better streams, yeah, and then they gave us more money, and now there's just like <laughs> look, the best I, streams. Like this is, I, I want to say this. This is my own opinion, right? It's not the opinion of the Pokemon Company or whatever, but the backdrops we got this year, we actually got new backdrops. For Pittsburgh, if you didn't notice, and they're like, they're like, well, just watch back the vods. It looks awful. It's green with like little yellow dots. It literally looks like pea splatters on the screen. <laughs> like they got, there used to be the Pokemon like like Pokemon Regionals logo. They got rid of the logo. They bought a new green background with like pea splatter and stuff, and it just looks so. It looks so bad on camera. I think it looks oh, okay man. in person, but like in camera, like it, it looked nothing like whatever. You know, Barcelona had it. We got a Coliseum. Like, oh, straight up Coliseum. Yeah, it was a Coliseum, and or and it was like um, and then in the caster desk, it looked like you were like in like a fancy library, right? Like yeah. a like a medieval library or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the lounge looked great too. I was just like, I, it's not a money problem. The Pokemon <laughs> Company has money. <laughs> like this, not. It's it's. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. Um, but yeah. So anyway, to answer your question, Edward. So it's still run by the same like production group Mm -hmm. but they are getting additional funding and they're getting the official like brand of the company behind it so i think like they probably gave the caster some more branding guidelines like they're not allowed to talk explicitly about iv so if they do they like probably slipped up and they gotta like pronounce things properly and stuff like that so there's probably and and then the other difference is also because it's on huh <laughs> oh, oh hey, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Last Sam Nation. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he shot himself in the foot with that name. Yeah, Noyton sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like... Well, did it inadequate slip up at one point? Because I think yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't hear him slip up. I saw in the chat, be like, wait, who's Last Sam Nation inadequate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I um, yeah. I forgot. Well, the first time I saw Last Sam Nation, uh, he um, he had a mask on at last chance qualifier mm-hmm. so i didn't actually like when you have the mask on it's like it's really hard to tell like because people would take off their mask and be like hey like you commentate my match i was like i did i was like i don't remember <laughs> but but so i didn't really remember what he looked like until i saw it. i was like oh wait that's the last animation but um yeah. yeah that was that was pretty funny but yeah so so the guidelines are a little bit stricter at least on twitch too because they have the twitch mods mod like the Walker oh, streams are like yeah. people going wild right Yo, yeah. No hate on Delion, but like when he messed up the like the KO, <laughs> they were roasted. I was just like, damn, there's no mods here. They don't care, right? They're just going to let this guy get barbecued here. But yeah, they were just going <laughs> in on this guy. Um, I think the funniest thing about that is afterward, the, the mods wrote in the chat after they roasted him, like five minutes later when the stream was ending, he was like, oh, thank you all for being so polite and respectful. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, you clearly didn't see what happened like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that that is uh, that is the difference. But outside of that, it seems like they could just do the standard setup, right? They still have the injuries after every battle, which is cool. And then, mm. uh, I don't know, everything else looks pretty similar which is nice so it's cool to have that all the e-tournaments under the official brand too yeah it gets more exposure 
there was a lot of people watching the stream. I was too. just just about to say there were yeah. like four four times the numbers we had on New York last stream as well. Yeah, so. yeah, it was Sick. a lot. Yeah, we had like at some point we had like four K viewers. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good for a regional champion or for like for a special sure. event even. Well, especially the time zone too, because I feel like I feel like mostly that tune into stream. Yeah, I feel like most people that I mean, turn the streams are U.S., maybe Latin yeah. America, and then EU. And yeah, but after, for the U.S. streams, like EU, EU, people are still like awake, yeah. right? But, yeah, but after the afternoon, EU is also quite quite fine for like, mm -hmm. yeah, fine people. Right? So it's like your morning. So you wake up, tune in the stream while brushing your teeth, having breakfast. Exactly, so. exactly. But for for NA, like I don't know. I guess a lot of NA people watched it because I was because it was a lot of numbers. Maybe yeah, more people just watch in general. But yeah, my sleep schedule's been all over the place. <laughs> I was, I was, it was, uh, it's been, it's been a thing. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, they stream Cortiba too. I I don't know. Do we know if it's a two fifty six cap or one twenty eight? I feel like in Latin they'll know, fit. They'll the hit two fifty six if they can. They haven't yeah. actually maxed out yet. So I'm thinking it's two fifty six just based really? on the fact that like yeah, they a lot of Latin events would you know, at least hit the 128 mark pretty early, right? Yeah. Um, however, it is in a, like a slightly less uh, accessible part of Brazil than, mm. you know, some of the other events have been. So that might, uh, but I, I haven't actually asked anyone to find out what the what the number is at the right. moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I remember last year's first Brazilian tournament, it was, it was LNDS Central. It was like seven LNDS people in the top eight. Which was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um but yeah, it was it was been pretty good. I, I, I like the meta a lot too. I'm excited to compete and try it out. Uh I think we're gonna bench Bastion this time because it has like even less places to go. <laughs> uh, are you both going to Lil? I haven't decided yet. We have a big party at, at our, our company the day okay. before. So like oh, Thursday, oh, okay. Like Thursday, so I would okay. have to be like really hungover on the plane to live. So yeah. I haven't decided yet if I want to do that, but if I want to do it, that probably. Will. Okay. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah, I think I think I'll be going, and I think I was speaking to um, a few of the Hidden Powers and Team Pizza guys, and I think quite a few of them will be going as well. And then I was speaking to to Maxi and Martine and stadium emperors or whatever they're called they're going well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure um it's 256 for that one right yes yeah nice yeah. nice that'll be oh i'm I expecting guess, uh... at least 150 in so terms of actual one, attendance we had 130 now so i think it will be 160 170 registered and maybe 140 to show up yeah, that's pretty good though. And that's that, solid number for the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah, so we, I think it was one hundred nineteen last season. Mm, yeah. You'll get a and top sixteen at least, probably. Exactly. Off of that, exactly. which you have an official top cut, which you know great. looks looks good <laughs> for for some of the stat lines too. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, hopefully, this meta doesn't. Hopefully, the meta doesn't get worse after three months, right? Because there's always a small chance, right? They update it and it's like. You know, it's not the same one, so you gotta yeah. fit in the tournaments while you can. I think Anacor. Oh no, you'll be able to play like one tournament, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll get to play one this season and then one next season. Yeah, Anacor's just waiting until he can catch himself an Arctibax 
and then he'll enter the tournament. <laughs> yeah, with how much he's catching, he might have to wait till 2025 20, to compete. I don't know what this man's doing. I'm still shocked. I, I, you have me sweating. Right, because I'm, so, I'm like, I'm not even hitting 50 kilometers a week, and you're like over 100 something. I was like, even with the Stardust bonus at the regional, there's no way, right? I thought I was cooking, you know. You don't know how stressed, is, you don't know how stressed I was at Pittsburgh, because I like all the other casters are just like chilling. Right? I'm like hand catching everything, right? Because there's like wild carping spawns, like you can't just go plus that. And I kid you not, I was trying to GPL every single night on my crappy hotel Wi-Fi just to keep up with the Stardust. I didn't claim my rewards one of the nights just so I could claim on the star piece the next morning at the venue, right? To get extra, oh just goodness. get a little extra boost. And we started our call time. We had we had to be up at 6.50 in the morning to go to – because for some reason, the stream started at 8.30 in the morning. And so we had to be there early. And I was like – any other regional, I'd be complaining, but I'm glad I had to wake up at 650 because then I have more time to play at the venue to try to catch up in Stardust. And that's why I asked for extension. I was like, I don't think I could I could, I don't think I could surpass him. But do you know man. what? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna attribute it to the venue boost. Yeah. Because if we look at the increase, yeah, from post Pittsburgh to the end of the event. It wasn't that much. Yeah, because I didn't play. I I went out to play one day. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Even, I don't even think I played Spotlight Hour. Or I played a little bit Spotlight Hour. Yeah. But like, I I went to Santa Monica one day and I like couldn't even hatch my eggs. Nothing was learned. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Look, we're I chilling. I can't wait to see you run Trevenant. You know, you're you're lucky. I said you you don't have to run Trevenant <laughs> Master League because I was scared I had to. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. But uh, let's do um. All right, so there's grubbing community this upcoming weekend, which is not very useful for people. But just catch it if you can, I guess, just in case. I never know. I mean, does it does it does it beat does it beat Metacham? I don't think. I don't think so. Probably. Yeah, that's probably not that useful. Like a charge move set is also not that great either, right? Yeah. Discharge crunch. Bug bite. Uh, bug bus. Yeah. It's all neutral too. Yeah. You got X's though. We talking, we talking Excessor does hit kind of hard true. these days. True, so... but true, but ah, yeah. Even if you beat, even if you beat Matcham, I don't know. So, so you know, now that we say this, I, I, I'm actually, I won't be shocked if someone brings Vikavolt actually to a tournament. Now that I think about it, yeah, uh, Vikavolt is asking too much. That's yeah, asking I mean, that's you, you like hey, that actually, Charger Bug beats Medicham. Yeah, it still doesn't in the ones. Doesn't doesn't just in the ones. Just in the ones. There's so a I'm a well, uh, wait, you're you're good into grass too. There's a lot of grass yeah. types. Yeah, there's a lot of grass yeah. types. Uh, you got neutral damage for own sand slash. What are you weak to? Swapper. <laughs> so you yeah, resist every charge move from Registeel, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, wait, do you beat the Registeel? Is the question. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I think you definitely do. You're so bulky, you can tank two moves. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so you win. Uh, what is this? You win the twos. You, you don't flyers. win the ones, but you win That's the zero. So bad. That's so bad. Already. Yeah, but what really beats Registeel? <laughs> like in all this shielding scenarios, right? <laughs> like not even Metashield does that, it without punch punch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a short list. Um, Charger bug, maybe that's the maybe. That's I guess, I guess, like, why not just run Galvantula at that point? I don't know. Galvantula could be Galvantula doesn't be anything it's supposed to be, right? Galvantula needs that's like a that hand shield, yeah. yeah. That's the problem of four turns fast moves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but definitely catch some just in case. Uh let's before we get into the T segment, let's do a quick 
We don't have to go for ELO check, but I'm just curious, Anacor, because you, you got your ELO now, right? What will you at? <laughs> Dude, this, you're not winning any bets. Like, what will you at? I, I got at? my ELO. It, it was not uh, as good as I was hoping it would be. I can't lie. Whoa. Uh, 2350. Yeah, you're roasting That's my 2460. Yeah, was, I'm just good. saying, I won't say my ELO, but I've already hit expert, so. Are you sure? Okay, Ex- I'm, I'm behind. Expert? Yeah, but, I hit expert, but, yeah. No, that's okay. That's I'm behind, yeah, but like I said, I'm. I've been grinding. I'm, I'm <laughs> running. I'm running. Yeah. You said the same thing for the starters, but I'm like, I know, I'm I know. Now. I got. Yeah, someone's like, oh, no. did you bring out Anacor for a, a bigger challenge than Speedy will give you? But uh, apparently not. <laughs> Look, my reality has already been distorted by this uh, this whole Stardust thing, and I need to. Yeah, mine too. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm re- back. <laughs> yeah, I brought you back to reality. <laughs> What's what happened? Oh, bro. Um, yeah, don't okay. watch. Don't watch. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Prepare your, like, I don't know. What would you call it? Pepto Bismol. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get. I don't. Do they have that in the UK? I don't think they do. I'm not. Oh, gonna, I'm gonna have you gonna have to eat bananas or something? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be no, the no, second no. victim of the hot chip in the world. Yeah. That'd be bad. I, well, I, no, I can't, yeah. I, I can only go to co-host so often. What do you mean second? I've never seen the first one eating it. No, 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 no. So, no, no, oh, not no, that no, victim. A there, victim. Yeah, yeah. He, he was no way near a victim. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Speedy never <laughs> even, he, he, that thing's just probably like rotting in his cabinet. Um, <laughs> no, no, some, some kid actually died eating the hot chip. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah but, yeah. but <laughs> apparently he ate like 14 in a row. Like it was well, like, he, yeah, it's like. So you're not supposed 13 to is much. the limit? <laughs> he was also yeah, under 18 too. Yeah. Yeah. well it won't be me trying it on this one on this show if, if anything it's you um yeah, ej seems curious so. <laughs> i'm uh, down to bet yeah see ej would give me more of a more of a hard time i think i would have to like go off of some like i think i might be able to win a stardust bet with ej because you, you got oh, kids and a family and stuff right and you live in the middle of nowhere so but... so you want to know how much how much stardust i made through the entire four times test i'm curious how much probably more than Three, anacor Three hundred thousand. <laughs> okay uh, yeah yeah so, easily, you fun. know anacor did it a little bit better than that <laughs> <laughs> my nice 1.5 mil bruv i'm at the highest stardust i have ever been i have never seen this many numbers on my screen it's actually well i'm happy for you I'm happy yeah. for me too. <laughs> and I had to build a flipping Lopani the other day. Wait, why? It dipped me below 7 mil. I, Wait, like, why did they build Lopani? For what? For what meta? Uh, we're doing that Battle Frontier thing, right? Lopani's meta in that? Bro, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it was actually cooking. Like, it, it was. You get three was, was it at least Mega Lopani for Master League? It was not even Mega Lopani. What? No, no. I, I had to build it because uh my brother's opponent was using it so i had to oh, build it oh you trying to be a okay. homie yeah yeah i just tell my teammates i don't got the resources we do have to remember that lopany now gets triple axle right so oh were you running triple axle on it yeah, i what? think you do yeah. you definitely do right you have wait, to wait, it counter right or oh, double double garbage kick. it's double, double kick, kick. double kick, yeah. double oh, kick well, I mean, focus plus like double kick does no damage <laughs> bro Okay. Well, double kick yeah, does decent damage. Yeah, double kick same damage as counter, right? Just slower. Yeah. yeah. That's slower. Yeah, yeah that's basically. True. That's true. Wait, did your did your brother win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the guy didn't even bring the Lopani. 
So <laughs> it's okay. Well, it didn't end up so mattering in the Stardust totals anyway. I've yeah, been holding yeah, off on yeah, making anything because I'm like, bro, same. I, you got me scared. I accidentally yeah. powered up a Zapdos, and I was so gutted that I spent a hundred thousand. I was like, oh crap. You spent a hundred thousand. That's gonna make me lose. How so. do you accidentally spend a hundred thousand <laughs> yeah, on the Zapdos? Yeah. Well, I had to bring the. I had to build the Zapdos. Oh no, no, because I thought the um, that was like after the first uh, period ended. And I was like, okay, I'm fine to build a Zapdos. Oh, and then I, I built okay, it, and yeah. then we and then committed I asked to the second you. period. Okay. What did the Zapdos do for you in any meta? Oh, what bro, Zap- it didn't what do anything. For me. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> like, yeah, it really. You could have just man. saved it in general. I should, I would have just told you that even if we weren't in a Stardust bed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought, yeah. I thought it was. I was like, I was like, oh, it's like a bit of a better Emolga, you know, like. Got a... Yeah, Emolga's already kind of bad. Wait, did someone brought Emolga in the tournament? Right, it was like the first match on stream. Yeah. Who, I like Jojo Gogo Dancer. Oh, oh, it's Jojo. Yeah, yeah, right. He, yeah, he always brings yeah, weird yeah. stuff. He had a, yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had the Trevenant and a Carping too, right? Yeah. You talk about playing yeah, with yeah. only three Pokemon, like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's mad as well because like that last sounds season, so he was bad like, versus Sandslash. Yeah, Trevenant and never used the Trevenant. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sandslash so beats all of it. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. That's. Jesus. But you can't doubt him. You can't doubt him after his run in Torino's. That's true. Yeah. Some yeah. people you you kind of have to just take their word for oh, it. Oh, dude. I mean? Let me just say though, all right? I feel like we could settle this. Oh. Uh. finally doesn't bring an Ampharos to the tournament and he wins the whole thing. Like I feel like this only <laughs> proves how bad Ampharos is, right? It was a straight yeah. up handicap, right? He finally brings like a legitimate team, a BBL think a BBML it, team as EJ would say it, right? Exactly. <laughs> he wins it. I, I think mean, it I just it just it just proves the point that electric types that aren't lantern are just bad. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Nighttime Clasher. He doesn't bring Toga tomorrow. He's in the winners. He's in the well, winners. Wow, he actually, right? he actually, he actually top cut with Toga tomorrow twice. He did, he did. But I don't mm-hmm. think the Toga was what. Despite what he says, I don't think the Toga tomorrow was nah, what carried not. it. Like he could have ran a Registeel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's actually pretty good. He's like, you, I mean. He's decent. Yeah. Like he beat Wadaj in one game and then he just didn't use shields for the next two games straight. Yeah. For and he's, he also <laughs> safe swapped like, the Sentinel. only lost up until that point. Yeah, yeah, he he says what the sand slash versus the oxys. I think the oxys team, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, was yeah, that that happened yeah. too. Don't don't do that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, shadow claw or powder snow is not a great idea. Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't do that. Um, now before we wrap up, too, we had uh, we were going to talk about this last week, but I decided not to because I didn't want to bring more exposure to it. But I feel like by now everyone knows there was a PvP exploit, mostly in GPL, but you could so. Anacor has some tea, but apparently, I do. Yeah, what do you tell me about the NA Diamond player? Oh, I mean, oh, you're discussing you that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't. I don't, we don't know the name, right? So it doesn't matter. It's hey, just bro, a rumor. Uh, yeah, but... true, true. All right, all right. So, well, well, say say what the GBL, uh, the the PV yeah. exploit is first to review that don't know. Okay, so yeah, for everyone who I don't know been living in a hole for the last week, <laughs> um. Uh, or who's been blocked by Pokeyoke. <laughs> one. Um, so apparently there was an exploit where um, I believe it's you um, run like a rooted Android device or like a separate device, which is um, reading the battle logs of the game and then in real time giving you your opponent's uh, line of three, their moves. Um, and I believe even to the extent of like when they throw their moves, you know what charge move it is before. Um, oh, so you can know what to shield. shield or something like that. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and what was interesting is like, so last week, literally as we were 
um, about to record. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, I think the video had been made like literally as we were about to record, but we decided mm -hmm. to ignore it. But I'd heard about it earlier. Um, and I believe Tomahawk, you also heard about it at a similar time to me. And um, wait, how early are, are we talking? Last month. Oh, okay, okay. Not, not, yeah, so it wasn't like yeah, a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, not, 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 yeah, yeah, not super early. Yeah, yeah. But it was like around last month. And I think it was also around a similar time where there was someone who was exploiting roots to, um, you know, get like unlimited Excel candy or something like that. Yeah. I heard. I heard these are the rumors, yeah. And I, again, I don't know, actually know the name, but that person was playing an NA Diamond faction, <laughs> yeah. which is wild to me because yeah. a, a lot of the time, like whenever you see these exploits, it's usually someone who's strictly only playing GBL or like you know someone who's a casual, not really yeah, into PvP, yeah. but you know they for some. But you could do in friendly battles and, as uh, as demonstrated by the video. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I, I think it's kind of wild for me. The wild part is the fact that you 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 choose to play sylph but also uh choose to cheat and it, it's weird for me because it feels like you know when you kind of like commit to playing sylph especially at a high level you're kind of committing to the community do you know what i mean isn't it? you know yeah and while you may not be friends with everyone there's a you know a general sort of sense of like you know understanding between everyone right there's so, also no rewards on winning so it's exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah you know there's there's no you know like tangible benefit so i think cheating in that sort of setting at a high level is uh uh kind of questionable you know it feels almost like a betrayal to yeah um, to the community but um yeah so that was wild and then uh imagine doing favorite... all that and still not making the emeralds <laughs> like, <laughs> that should be like an easy 3-0 for your team every week and you still Literally, can't get your team like that's that's so embarrassing I, th I think yeah I, th I think that's that's the worrying thing is you know Annika as you said when we hear about these things you know we know spoofers exist right and so when I hear what spoofers are doing I kind of ignore it I'm like I don't really care there are going to be people who play the game how they want to play yeah. I kind of separate myself from that so although I'm aware that they exist it doesn't affect me yeah. and this was another one that was a GBL exploit and initially I was like look again someone's trying to cheat the system ultimately it probably won't affect me probably affects very very few players um and so again i turned a blind eye to it and then obviously that word started to come out and there are people who are going to pay for this kind of thing and, mm. and all of a sudden it then gets a little bit of traction and then it gets some you know streamer or youtuber attention and, and it becomes public and a lot of people will lose their mind and say you know this has been here the whole time and i don't think that that is the case but it is really disappointing, yeah. as Anacor said, if someone takes it into a, a genuinely competitive environment and kind of goes behind the spirit of the game in that setting in particular. Um, and initially, I was like, you know, maybe this is just Niantic testing open team sheets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> work, you know? but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it's something that can be sorted pretty quickly. I, I really don't think it is game breaking people shouldn't be avoiding gbl because of it yeah nothing yeah. Like that, we so. don't have to shut down gbl like some players mentioned yeah. so uh cheating will always be part of online gaming for to some extent mm -hmm. you will never get rid of it it's just people exploiting a system until it gets fixed and then there will be another exploit until it gets fixed and that's like that's like the circle of life in online gaming basically mm -hmm. and niantic but, knew exactly how to deal with it they were absolutely. like look let's just distract everyone by reverting the move changes 
Exactly. That was right before the event as well. That was the fun thing. I was there, about to like prepare and go to bed, and then someone messages me saying, by the way, you know, your aerial aces are no longer yeah, yeah. that's like, one way to stress you out too before yes before. wait so I, I did you find out before you went to sleep that it got reverted or yeah thankfully oh. they fixed it pretty quickly because i was preparing yeah. a new well i didn't know how they do it because i was like realistically the event organizers have no awareness or control over this yeah. so how can they allow people to register a team so you're preparing another work. team <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was playing he was he was hoping for the revert to the Warwind Trevenant meta. So he, <laughs> so he just built the Warwind Trevenant team and hoping they reverted yeah. that far back. Yeah. Or we yeah. revert back to um, you know, uh the Trevenant Lantern knockout days. Just bring those yeah. and you'll find you can just fill out the other three with random stuff. <laughs> I mean, one of my opponents, I think he was prepared because um his oh, team uh was Carbink, Shadow Victory Bell, Wigglytuff. <laughs> It was uh, it was a meta champ in there. Yeah, that's, it was, that's a new Caleb Pang GBL team, by the way. That's definitely a power punch meta champ. <laughs> yeah. And and then he was beating. He I think he beat Juanillo. He knocked him out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy he, was, he was you know. Bro. Yeah, he's two a, shield in European, the lead, or you get alignment and you get through. So. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> wait, did he have carb just carbing, or did he run Bastion too? Because you can run just Bastion. No, he carb didn't have Bastion on. I can't remember the exact team, but I just remember looking at it. It was, it was Shadow Swamper, Shadow Victory Bell, Wigglytuff, Carbing, uh, Medicham, and something else. That. That's crazy. And I just oh, remember, and, and this was in like. The equivalent of the winners' semi-finals around there, like he got yeah. pretty far. Yeah. And you know, I, I was I was texting my my friends before the game saying, "Oh, apparently this guy's running like a toxic team." And they're like, "You know, if you lose to him, you know, we're never going to let you live that down." Proving to the world a good team, and I was like, "I really cannot afford to lose." But that is when my thickers beat came into play because he could just he was like, "It's okay, I'll take charm," and. Uh, <laughs> Managed to get through, so. Oh, you face you end up facing that guy. I played him. Oh, oh, oh I, I played him. Just, I just lost game game. one. Oh, that's crazy. I lost game one, and I was worried. I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I was embarrassed, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I really shouldn't lose to to this line. But um, yeah, he didn't shield a hyper beam on his meta champ, and that's the end of that story. So there we go. Yeah, safe shields for the charmer in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh that's wild uh yeah i i think people shouldn't be too discouraged from playing like it is what it is like it's gonna like dude we're like the meta right now is psychic cup you could pretty much figure out the back line without even like <laughs> Jesus, without yeah. even like meeting it's the such a bad meta right. yeah i was it's like all right such I, know, a bad meta. I know slow king's coming in like with the malmar lead <laughs> like you know it's it's so obvious yeah. but it's uh, so bad yeah it's it's okay but um yeah we'll see how that goes but um either way uh thank you two for joining us too uh it was, it was a lot of fun and you know really cool to hear your insights as well um especially from you know a region that we don't feature nearly as much in a lot of these broadcasts but now officially on the pokemon go stream so mm -hmm. uh, we'll probably see more of you all uh especially at lil's too so that should be a good one um but yeah uh where can we find you all maybe just if for anyone that wants to keep up with what you all do if you tweet or have any content creation stuff like that yeah on 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 twitter tomahawk uk so um just bad opinions and 
pictures of myself. <laughs> now you haven't made the mute your list yet, so I'd say <laughs> the the opinions are. Oh pretty... yeah, Anikor's got a yeah, long yeah. mute list. Yeah, a long mute list. Yeah, yeah. I've like I was like, oh, what about this person as a guest? Um, he's like, nah. I'm like, why? <laughs> It just shows me they're muted. <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, okay. I was like, I feel you. I, 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 like, I wasn't itching to bring him on as a guest, but I was just curious on why. <laughs> yeah. What about you, EJB? So people can find me on Twitter, 23EJB. And if you want to talk to me, just hit me up on Discord. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally. easy as it is. And catch both of you maybe at EUIC or all three of you at EUIC. Yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, making the push for worlds, but he yeah, might still be I'll pushing. I'll be back with a tan and my uh, Australian CP limit. Well, you know what? So, I oh, mean, oh wait, did you change it? Did you? Did nah, you change? Nah, not yet. Oh, not okay. yet. But you know what's interesting is, uh, so last night, um, Jakobovic actually messaged me, and he was like, um, "There's a." He was like, "The Spanish version of the Pokemon website has the CPs listed." 100 points below the english version um and i wasn't able to like verify that but a few other like myself but a few other people have been saying the same thing um which is interesting because well i mean that just brings all the cps 100 yeah it's, everyone's qualified so. at that point yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you know what i mean isn't it? so that's like mate, what, australian 200 for australia yeah. Dude, you better Bro. buy your plane ticket now for Hawaii. Like everyone's gonna, they're gonna be sold out. <laughs> Bro, I just need to turn up at EUIC and I'm there, you know. So yeah, yeah. That, I nah, think I that's probably that probably will. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll double check that too and see because that might be, that might be a typo. But yeah, yeah. Well, we can we can have a look next week. I think you theoretically can make the argument to be an Australian player because you will. I don't I know. I mean. I mean, you will, but the, having an IC under your belt is like a huge advantage. Like, yeah. like none of the Australians I, I, are flying all the way to EUIC. I mean, they might, but most talking, aren't. Talking it about is definitely ex- unfair. Yeah, yeah talking I'll about exploiting the system, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We know you're not used to the PvP <laughs> exploit with that starting ELO, but yeah. <laughs> championship points, so you might Ooh. be. <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you seen the Poker Games tweet? That Poker Games got called out for, for oh, yeah. using the exploit. And someone commented it down oh, below. Wait, I thought that comment that was like a troll starts. thing. I oh, thought like they so tagged good. like... Yeah, they put like Poke Games. Oh. They tagged a bunch of oh, random dead. people. Yeah, yeah. So no, Poke no, no, Games, but then someone underneath. But someone commented underneath Poke Games tweet. So I've seen you play. You definitely don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so oh, funny. Ah, oh, hilarious. That guy. Dude, that guy catches a lot of Pokemon. I don't know. Yeah, I'm friends with him. And he's like, a I mean, he's got the arms for it, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, what do you mean? He's just... Yeah, no. maybe. Is that is that the difference? Yeah, I'm, he, I don't know. Weak in sure the arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just figured he'd be in the gym all day. He must be. He must have like a quad stop on the gym he works out at or something. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, it was a good one, um, but we'll we'll see how it goes, uh, especially with Curtiba this upcoming weekend. I'm expecting mm-hmm. some spice. I feel like Latin American players are definitely. I feel like NA players are the most boring, and even we were like bring some interesting stuff, and yeah. EU's like pretty creative, and like like Latam, they just I mean they so, had like a chestnut. I can originals. I can see the comeback of Dragonair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think there's no reason not to. Oh, how's it do against so. Lickitung? Well, it, it's fine, right? You pace at the same time your Dragon yeah. Quest add up. You also have super effective Aquatil for the Gliger, right? Which is a huge, True. huge 
point. So I can see it come back in, in less than half. I think we've seen a few people toy with no steel type on their team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. having a dragon, whether it's Shadow Dragonite, Dragonair, it, it's Arctobacks. I know Tonton tried Guzzlord, but you know, if yeah. you don't respect yeah, the dragon. I, saw that. I was like, what's this Guzzlord doing? Guzzlord has the Medicham problem, right? Yeah. And you lose to the steels, right? So Yeah. One weird. one argument for Guzzlord would have been that it actually can be Shadow Alolan's Handslash. But now that that might be shifting to Powder Snow, right. not interested. No. Right. Yeah. 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 And in that case, Shadow Dragonair seems like the most neutral yeah. to that sort of exactly. situation as well. Exactly. Yeah. Also, like Shadow Dragonair into Registeel is like kind of weird into Registeel if you if you don't it's, throw a focus. Like you, they either shield the focus yeah. blast and they're still doing yeah. full damage, or you, you land a zap, you yeah. land a zap can and it doesn't take it out. You have to throw another move. Yeah. So you never want to be really stuck in there as yeah. either side. Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, I like that prediction. Uh, yeah, I'm still expecting no carving, but we'll Same. see how that goes. Oh, man, it's it's so weird. It's the number one or like number two ranked Pokemon PE poke. And just Do so you know weird. what? Yeah, so Scrafty, Scrafty was there for a long time. <laughs> yeah, sure, Scrafty, yeah. Scrafty's always up there. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah what, last what? year, LAIC, um, what was it? It was Toxapex that was like, oh, the new Bastion, right? Yeah. And it actually ended up winning. So I think if, if we see Carbink do well anywhere it might actually be uh, true true look i'm like the like the i'm like the i'm core? not saying i wanted to do well i'm just saying i'm like yeah, the rock like best opportunity the though. crappy rock pokemon master and i even <laughs> i don't think carpet could run it <laughs> like do well so <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that goes uh but anyway uh thanks all for joining us uh we'll catch you all next week and uh we'll, we'll have updates on all the situations but have a good one and take care